Hello, I am Joshua. I'm Jamie. And, and we're, we're going to do Daredevil. Daredevil. Episode 7 of uh, Joshua and Jamie Do Dad Evil. We're going to be covering issues 51 through 60, which takes us from April 1969 to um, a little before 1970, I think. Or does it take us up to 1970? Quick look. Uh, January of 1970. We're now in the 70s. In the 70s. Run. Yeah. And um, there's some changes that happened during this little run. Yeah. With um, Stan Lee, he... Is gave no up, more. yeah. He gave up the writing <laughs> duties just to stick to editing. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, and the guy who comes in uh, during this run is Roy Thomas. Now, Roy Thomas is uh, he's an interesting guy. I did a little reading uh, up on him, and um, he is he's very much in the mold of Jim Shooter, in that he's someone who is a who comes from a place of comics. He comes from a place of being a fan of comics, and um, he was a teacher. Um, but he was he was a big uh, comics fan back home and he would draw up comics for his friends and family and do reading lists for people. Um, but he was a teacher and I've completely forgotten where he was teaching, but it was somewhere in the Midwest, I think, or, or the Northeast. Um, and he moved to Manhattan and got a job at DC. Yeah, he started <clears> at <throat> DC before Marvel. Yeah, and uh, he was working there and I think it was like two weeks in, he was sitting in his hotel room and it just, the, the reading that part of the story was yeah. like, it sounded horrendous. He was crying in his hotel room and just thinking that there's, he'd made an awful mistake and this really wasn't working for him. And, um, and he wrote a letter to Stan Lee. He did, and yeah. It wasn't a job application and it wasn't for any reason other than, I think it came across that it was just to remind him why he liked comics. Yeah, and he also wanted to tell Stan Lee that he was a big fan and, and he wanted to buy him a drink sometime. <laughs> yeah. Just to tell him in person how much he admired him and liked him. Yeah. And Stan responded by uh, inviting him to come in and take the writer's test. Uh-huh. And the writer's test at Marvel at that point was um, uh, they would bring people in and they would give them uh, art pages, I think, or they would give them scripted pages and ask them to do the dialogue or, or create a story based on what they were looking at. Uh, or fix actual stories that were were uh, in a completed stage but needed right. to edit it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he took the test, and apparently he did very well because um, Stan basically gave him the keys to yeah. the kingdom pretty much. Okay. In 1966, he took over Avengers. And, mm-hmm. was, and I mean, that's the flagship, flagship right there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he, be, he, I mean, he, was, uh, he was a really huge presence across comics throughout that period and into... He his name is on every book for uh-huh. for um, for Marvel especially at that at that time. I mean, he was writing everything. He was doing everything. And it mu- it must have been a huge sigh of relief for Stan Lee too, because he had so many books going mm-hmm. on, and now he could you know give all the writing duties to Roy. Yeah, and it freed up his plate so he could keep creating new stuff. And yeah, and I think he was going to Hollywood at this point to try to um, sell the Marvel. Um, 
the properties to television to try and get them into TV. And, Which in, and uh, some of these issues and some of the issues that we'll cover in the next podcast, you yeah. can really tell how much uh, oh, yeah. they, <laughs> they really, really want to incorporate uh, yeah. the, the, the movie industry. Oh, yeah. They, they're really pushing. <laughs> oh, to make yeah. It. I think they, they, it comes across as though they really saw Daredevil as being like a viable um, property for, for yeah. TV at that point. And I know that there was a couple of failed attempts. There was um, <clears throat> the property was actually sold to... Gosh, I can't remember who it was, if it was David Bowie himself or his wife. or, But there was um, a, a, a photo shoot that was set up to have uh, David Bowie's wife at the point, whose name I'm completely blank, and I'm sorry to, to call her David Bowie's wife again and again. <laughs> um, and she was the Black Widow, and I think maybe David Bowie or maybe someone else was dressed as Matt Murdock in the photo shoot. And, they, and, uh, and it took a while before he actually appeared. I think the first time you see... Daredevil or Matt Murdock in TV was in the the Hulk. Death of the Hulk, the, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember the episode, but he he wore all black, kind of kind of similar to uh, season one of the Netflix Daredevil show. Yeah. He wore all black and he had a, a black bandana mm-hmm. over his head that covered up his eyes. Yeah, like kind of like a scarf almost. Like, right, um, right. The Dread Pirate Roberts. Ah, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> uh, that's a nice um, reference. That's a you. good little uh, connection there. Yeah. Or, uh, now, before we dive into these issues, as is has become standard, and we can end this uh, tradition um, now, but I, I did, I got you a gift. Oh, another <laughs> gift? Dang it, Jamie. Yeah, and you don't have to, <laughs> that scrape is me pulling a, a short box over. This one is, uh, um, it took a little work, actually. I was surprised. Oh, boy. Can you see? Oh, did I, it give I, it away? No, oh, I, I, oh, okay. I did not look. Okay, well, um, because I was so uh, touched by um, the the daredevil issue that you got me on the last episode or episode before last um i got you oh yes this one. yes oh goody 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 <laughs> give me give me give me give me this is um here comes daredevil the man without fear issue number 15 with the ox mm-hmm. uh last last podcast we talked about our favorite issues mm-hmm. for the first 50 since we got to a good point mm-hmm. you know and uh this was and still is, I think, my favorite after what we're going to cover today. I still think I like this one the most. Yeah, It's the one with the ox where he um, switches, gets the brain switched, or has the brain sw- switcheroo done because he wants to get smart mm-hmm. and everything you know, ends up going bad and then he ends up wanting to reform himself. It's just such a good issue. Great yeah. cover, too. Look at that. It's really good. I remember looking online and... Um, I saw John Romita Jr. or sorry, John Romita Senior, mm-hmm. uh, who who uh, drew this issue. He uh, there was a an original. I guess you I wouldn't call it a painting, but a, a colored uh, version of the ox that was available online that you mm. could buy for like several thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Where he's standing in a similar pose like he is to this one right here. Yeah, I saw that. But, oh, Jamie, thank you so much. You're welcome. This is awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. I love it. I'm gonna keep looking at it through the whole podcast. So if, yeah, if, if it goes yeah, quiet, yeah, if it goes if line. it goes quiet, you'll you'll know <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, so anyway, uh, Daredevil number fifty-one, April nineteen sixty-nine. Uh, we're still with uh, this is uh, Roy Thomas is writing at yeah. this stage. I think um, the last one, Stan, still was around. Maybe. I believe so. Yeah, I think <laughs> fifty-one was where Roy took over completely. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and this is still uh, Barry Barry Smith. Barry yeah. Smith. Mm-hmm. Barry Windsor Smith. Whose artwork is so different on these these two three issues um, mm-hmm. that it's kind of amazing that he he it, it's him you know I was I still I, I read them again and went back and was looking at them I'm still amazed because it's such a 
it's it it looks so much like a Jack Kirby style, and they, these these books are kind of um, these these few issues are real. That I think they're introducing a real turning point in the Marvel House style at this point, where it's moving away from that real Jack Kirby presence on a lot of books, right, um, and more towards uh, uh, John Bashuma and um, a couple of other creators who are around. But this book is so much. It's so sixties and yeah. so so Jack Kirby light. <laughs> it's uh, it's still fun. It's I, I, you know, I I kind of thought it was kind of goofy the Star Saxon character and the um, yeah. Just do a really quick little sum yes. up. Uh, Star Saxon had created this robot mm-hmm. that you could put a photograph in. It has some <laughs> type of I don't know magic ink mm-hmm. or something that the robot could then find that person wherever they're at, even if they're hiding, dressed differently. And he tracked down Daredevil, yeah. uh, who was Matt Murdock at the time. Got into a big fight. And uh, one thing led to another, but at the end of the last issue, issue number 50, uh, Daredevil is fighting Star Saxon, the robot's there, and and quickly, without thinking, Star Saxon takes a photograph of what he thinks is Daredevil, so that way the robot will figure out what's going on and go after Daredevil to protect him. He actually inserted a photo of Biggie Benson. Mm -hmm. And Biggie Benson, if you guys don't remember, he's in prison because uh, there was that whole issue with Willie Lincoln, Mm -hmm. and he... It's it's a long it's a long story. I don't want to go into it, but he's in prison right now, and now the robot is going after after Biggie. Mm-hmm. So we start off with uh, Daredevil is at the at the prison, trying to warn Biggie because he's just been shot. He's just been shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the first time, this is the first time that Daredevil's ever been shot yeah. in, in the comic books, and uh, and the robot shows up, and all Biggie can think about is obviously you know I got here take Daredevil. You know you don't want me. Mm-hmm. And um, the robot continues to attack Biggie. Um, mm. Daredevil passes out. Yeah. And the robot... Um, well, the cops show up. That's the right. Sh- the, the guards The show guards, up. yeah. And they start and shooting at the robot. Yeah. And when they shoot at him, the robot gets bigger. Because I don't know it if you guys remember huge. or not, but <laughs> the, ro- the robot, the angrier it gets, kind of like Hulk, the, the, the bigger he gets. Like, actually gets 10, 15, 20, just keeps gro- growing, yeah. growing in size. And uh, I think part of the gel falls falls over a huge and part of it collapses and that's what actually kills biggie yeah the and then the, the robot kind of freezes up um his his task was accomplished and yeah. since his tech yeah so he's done he's done he shuts himself down um and the uh what the the other thing that stops him actually it doesn't shut down i remember the guards uh use a weapon that um tony stark gave them um and they fire that at, at the robot and that's what Oh, okay. That, that's what happens when the whole... That's like during the whole collapsing thing. And the plastoid is the, the, yes. the robot's name. Uh, it collapses and brings the catwalk down on Biggie. Um, and then... And this, this is the part of it that I liked, is that there's this whole... There's this whole, like... The story is over, but there's all these little elements that keep coming up and keep playing out for the next few issues. And there's a couple of issues that I really didn't enjoy completely, I'll be mm-hmm. honest. And I'm try I always try and find like something positive about them. Sure. But they felt very rushed and weird and out of place. And it might be a jarring thing because of new writers or it might just be that they're trying new things because at this stage, um, Daredevil isn't a big seller in, in the comics world and they're like 
you know they're they're really trying anything to make it to to see what makes Daredevil the character. Or it could have been too that Stanley kind of dug himself into a hole. Yeah, and then we, walked we, away. We, and, well, and, and he goes, "Hey, Roy, you're doing good on <laughs> Avengers. You know, can you come fix this Daredevil story? I got this, this this giant robot, and I don't know what I'm doing with it." <laughs> um, and uh, there's this whole thing of uh, Daredevil comes back to the 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 guard the hospital um, uh, the guards. The, the prison hospital um, are fixing him up and they take a quick blood test and they're making sure he's okay. And he, this guy, this like, I love this weird character suddenly appears and the daredevil suddenly starts talking like a hep cat. And it's like, <laughs> you know, the, the, yeah, man, if you want this place to explode on you and all this, it's just like this weird vernacular that he starts using in this issue when the, this guy comes up and says, hey, do you want to give us a hand getting rid of this robot? We're, we're going to ship it out. And he's like, well, you can do that if you want it to blow up. Yeah. And suddenly he's aware that there's a, a bomb. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he senses it or, or senses, he heard it. Yeah, yeah. because meanwhile, <laughs> Star Saxon, he's on the run. Yeah. And he remembers, hey, I have this device that can blow up the robot. And that will <laughs> destroy all the evidence and mm-hmm. I'll get away scot-free. But uh, he just had the device on him that could track the trigger that could make the the robot explode. Yeah. So and he the trigger was at Matt's house. Exactly. <laughs> so that, so he goes to Matt's apartment, finds the uh, the trigger which had fallen off the robot when Matt and the robot uh, first fought, and uh, that's the big, you know, the big reveal right there. That now this might be the very first villain that uh, found out Daredevil's secret identity. Hmm, I think I so. can't think of anybody else before this. Yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah, so he found out that Matt is Daredevil. I think someone got close, but he died. Um, the Mass Marauder. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But that was still when the Mike Murdoch stuff was going on. So it's right. like, did, did he really <laughs> know or did he? Because um, I think isn't there a point where he's like, it couldn't be a blind guy. Um, yeah, so Star Saxon finds the tracker, finds out that Matt is Daredevil um, and sets the self-destruct thing. And Matt senses all of this happening. Yeah. And throws the billy club into the exact spot to stop the bomb from going off. He has great hand-eye coordination. So good. Uh, Even hand, sense eye, yeah. eye, yeah. radar eye, yeah. <laughs> radar hand. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and there is a, there's this really cool, um, uh, like this weird splash page because uh, Daredevil leaves and he finds it, like his senses are everything's a little off and he's a little foggy and he like misses a ledge and. He's just, everything's a little slow. And then he goes out with uh, Karen and uh, sees Karen and Foggy and he's making peace with them because they've, they've all kind of split and gone their separate ways at this stage. Um, and they're all mad because Foggy is now the DA and he kicked them all out because Stiltman was going to attack them. Right. They, they just thought he was being a, a jerk. And, and we should point out too that on this date, uh, Matt's not feeling right. Yeah. He's been feeling dizzy and he's not sure. There was a, there was a scene a couple pages before where he's swinging through and... Uh, I can't remember if he actually slipped and fell. Yeah, he slipped and he fell mm-hmm. and doesn't understand what's going on. So there's yeah. some something else is going on with Didi. Yeah, that we don't know. Uh, we don't know what it is, which is making him not on his A game. Yeah, and he's he's out at dinner with Karen, and um, Star Saxon walks by and says something when he's at the the table, and um, it shows <clears throat> it shows Matt sensing him, and it's like this funky, almost like this. It's almost like a horror page where his face kind of comes out of all of this weird crackle that's there and mm-hmm. his energy and it's and it's Matt trying to sense who he is and uh, and then Matt 
uh, I can't remember if he stumbles or panics or something, and he cuts his hand on a piece of glass mm-hmm. and uh, has to get out. And then um, uh, we cut back to the doctor. Yes, the doctor. He got the result back from the blood test that he did, that he ran on Daredevil's blood. And we don't know what it is, but the, uh, apparently Daredevil needs to be found right away because he, he, yeah, his life is in danger. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. Maybe you can explain it. I don't understand how th- this happened. It, it, they made it sound like when they were doing the original blood test mm-hmm. to Daredevil after he woke up, they something happened. I, I can't remember. I think what happened was it was because he was searching for. Was it, I see this is this, this now yeah. this really all confused me because. Was this before or after he fights with Captain America? I think it's before. No, it? no, no. This is this is this is well after that. It's fight. well after. So it's when he found that container of radioactive stuff, and uh-huh. that somehow as a as uh, it's it's react that that radioactive uh, stuff that was in the the yeah. doctor's case has somehow done something to the radioactivity that's a trace inside him because of his accident. And then when the doctor was doing the blood test, he it, infected him somehow? Yeah, it's, it triggered something, or it's always been there, but it was like, there, there was this, it was kind of implied that for some reason he had a healing factor as well. Yeah, the doctor talked about how you heal incredibly fast. Yeah, and I think what's that, there was like some weird, uh, like a second mutation or something that's been happening to the radioactive stuff that, that caused these original... Um, accident, which causes blindness originally, but they, it's this is the problem: is that it's like a, in these few issues, it's really confusing. Yeah, and there's too much stuff going on. Yeah, and they're trying to tie it all together and make it clever, mm-hmm. and I think it's just kind of it's overdoing itself. Yeah, yeah, and it does this a couple of times through these three or four issues where there's lots and lots and lots of stuff, and then the resolution is like half a page and mm-hmm. is so slight that you're really confused. It kind of seems happening. like at the very end of the issue they run out of space and yep. they use the last one or two panels to sum everything up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, it really feels like that. And it's just still, it's still 20 pages at yeah. this point, which is kind of, and, and, uh, one thing I just wanted to bring up before we move on at, at dinner or at wherever they're at, I think it's, yeah, at, at dinner with foggy and, and then Matt's intent was to tell Karen, uh, tell her everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he goes, you know what? I've, I've been pushing her away too long mm-hmm. and I'm going to go for it. I'm going to tell her everything I want to be with Karen. And so that's his intentions when he goes to dinner. But of course that ends up, you know, yeah. Star Saxon <laughs> has other ideas. Yeah, He does have different ideas. Um, so uh, 52, we see the police are out to try and find Daredevil. Um, the night of the Panther. The night of the Panther. Now this is, yes. this is a great issue yeah. in, in the art. I mean, the writing is still suffering from, um, too much going on and the change in and the, Roy Thomas does a very good job of being Stanley, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do a good job of writing characters, unfortunately, or he doesn't do okay. a good job of writing Daredevil as good a job. I think he comes in and very quickly tries to make it all very street and very stylized. Also and, dark too. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think may- maybe Stanley told him something like. You know, Daredevil's a little bit. You know, we want to be a little darker than Avengers. Yeah. And he went with that, and he didn't make it horror. But as we'll talk about in a, in a few issues later, he does do a couple of sick, twisted type things, and I yeah. think that just kind of goes into what Roy Thomas is trying to do yeah. with the character to make him 
a completely different superhero uh, than the Avengers. Yeah, and it kind of it really does start with 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 fifty two. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what happens in in fifty two is the um, city's on a manhunt. They're looking for Daredevil. Everybody, the, the city's foggy, on a manhunt. The, yeah, the, Black the Panther's on a manhunt for someone <laughs> completely different, and happen, right. and the police happen to think he's Daredevil, and then he. Um, they, they they shine the light on him and they see this and it's a beautiful two page spread showing Black Panther running across the city and then they shine the light on him and he stops and he freezes and and Foggy's there and he says you got to help me you got to find him and and there's this, there's this great bit where he <laughs> Black Panther basically leaves and Foggy's like he didn't say anything but I know I can just tell I, by, by yeah, the look in his eye by the look even his eye. though his eyes are covered <laughs> that's a man who knows what he's gonna do next and Foggy has changed. Foggy's really he, He's district attorney now. He has so much confidence. Mm-hmm. He's strong. He's he's not afraid to use that power. Yeah. And it's like he's taken over the city. Yep. It's a lot different than how, you know, old Bumbly Foggy was back in college. Yeah, he's not stumbling around <laughs> or accidentally <laughs> tripping and hitting people. Um, and uh, Daredevil starts getting really confused. He's out there running, and he thinks that Black Panther's an assassin. Um, mm-hmm. Because um, Star Saxon at this point, I think, has kidnapped Karen. Or yeah, Saxon kidnapped Karen and brought her back to uh, Matt's apartment. Yeah, because they want to lure out Matt. Uh, he's got a master plan. We'll talk yeah. about it in a second. Yeah. And again, this is—I mean, this is us explaining it to you, having read it several times and made notes, and it's confusing me just talking about <laughs> it. I, I'm kind of close to throwing my notes away at this stage because I'm like, really? is that why? Um, Karen's tied up. She doesn't understand what's going on because yeah. originally at the end of issue 51, Saxon was trying to pretend that that she, that he was one of Matt's friends and was kind of getting close to Karen a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. saying, you know, oh, no, everything's going to be okay. He just needs some time and all that stuff. And then we cut to the next time we see them together, she's all tied up and, yeah. what are you doing to me? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So, so Matt burst in and... Uh, Black Panther's following him, even though they, they have a little fight. It's not a big fight. No. Um, Black Panther senses, or, or is, uh, he just thinks that, that Daredevil is a man, an honorable man, and there's obviously something going on here, which is a, kind of a repeat of the Captain America thing. Where I did enjoy Daredevil and uh, Black Panther together. They work really yeah. well together, and I'm kind of surprised because I didn't. I've never thought of them as being friends in any way. I've, yeah. I, I, this is way before. Uh, when I was reading it so mm-hmm. I, I wasn't aware that they had this connection and it becomes it's a very um, apparent connection especially in the next few issues and in uh, later few issues where he is like the connection to the Avengers is through Black Panther Daredevil uh, Black Panther kind of vouches for Daredevil a lot of the time or, yeah. or like speaks up for him quite a few times And um, so Daredevil and Black Panther show up they save the day. Yeah. We we think there's more to it, but yeah. they save the day. They 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 are doing air quotes. Knock out Star Saxon, mm-hmm. uh, just as Foggy and the cops show up with the doctor. Uh, everything kind of comes together in Matt's apartment, and Matt the whole time is thinking, "Boy, I sh- this really yeah, looks this awkward." Comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope these guys don't put two and two together. I better yeah. talk quick to make sure they don't think, you know, why is Daredevil inside of Matt's apartment and yeah. uh, and everything? But and, uh, uh, so. Star Saxon ends up well. Before I say that, so uh, let's talk about the the cut on the hand. The cut on the hand. The and this the is hand, this yeah. is the one thing of this sequence that I, I really, or the one thing of these few issues that I really like. So, the doctor comes in. And he's like, "Oh, thank God! It appears that the radioactive stuff that was in your bloodstream that was going to kill you drained out because you cut your hand recently, and uh, that's what saved you." 
and it's kind of really throwaway. And then Karen is next to him, and she's like, "Cut hand." Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Matt cut his hand hand last night at dinner and it's kind of nice that it's not like a bumbly oh well maybe it's that it's Mm -hmm. i think this is the moment where it's like that i know who you are now i get it completely and it kind of speaks highly of karen i think that that she she hears that and isn't like uh ditzy enough or or like um uh, considered a ditzy character enough to to have that a throwaway thing and it really plays up she becomes a very strong where it's like Mm -hmm. the reason that her and matt as as lovers have so many conflicts isn't anything to do with um it isn't high drama it's well it, it is high drama but it's it's presented to her saying look i don't want you to be daredevil anymore this is dangerous and it may it, i don't like you being daredevil mm-hmm. and when they start but she doesn't she doesn't know yet at she this doesn't point know yet but she it, hears that phrase and it's like everything it, clicks it, into it, place. It, it is matt tries really quickly to yeah. change the subject so she you know she doesn't put two and two together quite yet yeah. she's starting to suspect but she doesn't know for sure at this point yeah meanwhile while all of this is happening Stuff star saxon wakes, wakes up, up sneaks out <laughs> and and exits you've got two superheroes daredevil and black panther yeah. You have all of New York's finest. You have Foggy Nelson, who's doesn't kicking. He, he grabs one of the guns of the cops, doesn't he? And shoots his way out. Yeah, and then yeah, he, he gets away. And um, and Matt says, "If I get him now, because he as he's leaving, he makes a comment, and it's like, if I get him now, he's going to tell everyone that I'm Daredevil. So I can't. I've got to let him get away. And he chases after him. They have a rooftop chase. Yeah. And he even says that explicitly to him. He's like, you know, you better let me go because mm-hmm. I know your secret. And exactly, exactly. The, the issue ends with Matt Murdock letting, well, I guess Daredevil, Daredevil letting the villain go because he cares more about his secret identity yeah. than, than doing what's right, um, which is huge. And the whole next issue is going to be him contemplating this. But mm-hmm. but that was a big moment for a superhero to say, you know what, I care more about yeah. me than I do about doing what is right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and two other things I wanted to point out <laughs> really quickly was uh, the, I just so when he got the cut on the hand, mm-hmm. he was able to bleed out just enough of the poison yeah. that he's able to survive, yeah. and the doctor could tell that just by looking at his hand. Yeah, it wasn't a very big cut. Either. He, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't like he was. That's stretching it just a little bit on how yeah. to how to figure out how to do that. I thought that was it a, wasn't as bit so big of a cut that he actually needed. He, attention it was yeah. just like oh i've cut my hand okay it will close up and i'll be fine but <laughs> and then the second thing i wanted to say was so daredevil and black panther they go out looking for star sacks and this mm-hmm. is before daredevil finds him and I, it was like one or two not even one or two pages maybe three quarters of a page you know three or four panels where they're going together and then uh daredevil says black panther this is mine yeah. i got this yeah you can leave and black panther's like See ya, yeah. <laughs> and and he gets out of there, <laughs> which happens all the time. How we talk about how yeah, it keeps it, happening. They don't they don't want to show superheroes fighting together. It's always I got this, you go, yeah. thank you, and then they just leave. We saw it with the Fantastic Four, yeah, all Spider Man's done it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very much like a you know, it's fine for superheroes to fight each other through a misunderstanding. That's yeah. great. They'll 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 have that happen as many times as possible. It's fine for them to team up and battle someone. Because that's great. You see both of them going. Any moment where a superhero has to stand and watch somebody else fight someone, I think that they're just like, nah, nah. I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I didn't dress up for right. this. This isn't what I signed up for. So it, it, um, it's one thing that's really cool about this issue, though. I, I feel like, I mean, they failed at this horribly, mm-hmm. but they were starting to set up 
I, I talked about this like in the last three podcasts, but they're starting to set up an arch nemesis yeah. for Daredevil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's set up perfectly. Somebody knows his identity. He lets them go. He has this huge cloud, cloud he can hold over Daredevil. Yeah. And they're really saying, setting him up to be the new arch, mm-hmm. arch nemesis. I'm so excited for that. It fails horribly later, yeah. but I mean, they, they keep doing that. Yeah. You know, we're not going to get a, a good one for a long time. No. But, uh, and, and also, you got to remember so far, every time that he gets a, a an arch nemesis that comes along or someone that, that is really like a um, an antagonist to him, they get killed off. Yeah, right. And and I, the mass I, marauder specifically, yeah. they were setting him up, he gets killed off. I'm like, dang it. I've got to do, at some stage, I'm going to go through, um, maybe when we get to issue 100, I'm going to go through and, and count and do a quick rundown of all of the villains that have been killed off in Daredevil. Yeah. And how many of them have actually been killed by Daredevil or <laughs> like connected to him either doing something or not doing something that led to their death because it it's pretty high for a superhero. It's kind of up there. Um, so, so that, yeah, so that, fin- yeah, that finishes uh, up 52. And, and that's it, the end of Barry. It, 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 you're right. Barry Smith goes. We yeah. go back to Gene Colan, Gene which, which I'm excited for. Fifty, such a good eye. Yeah, fifty three issue fifty three, which is titled "As It Was in the Beginning." <laughs> this is a great issue, Jamie, yeah. and it's pretty simple. And they didn't have to think too much about the story. Nope. It, uh, it starts out. It's winter time. There's some great images that, that Gene draws of Daredevil. He's sulking. He's, he's on a roof. He just feels terrible. He's mm-hmm. contemplating. I let this guy There's go. Snow everywhere. So yes. Yeah, Star Saxon. You know. I mean. I. I'm a hero, but I let him go. What. What am I turning into? And then he starts. To, he wants to figure out where did I go wrong? What specifically did I do that made the events? turn out the way that they did mm-hmm. and then he thinks to himself well let's go back to the beginning and then the, this whole issue minus a couple little splurts uh yeah, on the rooftop in the three pages. yeah in, in the snow is a retelling of the origin story mm-hmm. but gene does the art and he draws most of the same panels yeah but completely differently yeah from different angles and uh over i, I loved it. it yeah it, it was it was so cool yeah a lot of the dialogue is is directly lifted a lot of the text is actually is, and they even they even said on the uh the little part it says a uh retelling by stanley and then it says new dialogue by roy thomas mm-hmm. so they actually took the exact dialogue mm-hmm. from issue one and put it in here and anything new roy, roy wrote yeah and uh, and it was fun. It was fun to actually. I mean, this is you got to remember. This is uh, fifty three, so it's like it's seven years or something like that. Six or seven years since mm-hmm. um, since issue one had been out. And there's there was a couple of things that I'd forgotten. I I'd, I'd forgotten that Daredevil rolls on a trash on a can trash to case chase after the fixer. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know why I washed that from my brain when mm-hmm. I read that issue, but it was. It was a real moment of me laughing. And I'm showing Jamie that. a picture right now. Take a look at uh, at uh, Battle and Jack Murdoch's jacket there. How awesome that jacket oh, it's looks! Incredible. It looks like a crossword puzzle <laughs> mixed with a game of Tetris. Which, yeah. yeah, and it's, oh, it's just, awesome. It's it's a it's a great retelling. If you wanted to see the, um, I mean, there's several origins of several times that Daredevil's origin has been yeah. told in, and it's still. Uh, stuff still comes up. There was like the um, the Man Without Fear miniseries in '95 or so. I can't remember uh-huh. exactly when it was. Um, and Daredevil it, Yellow by Jeff. Yeah, Lowe Daredevil as well. Yellow. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things, and it's a it's a great origin, and it's worth like. The, the nice thing is people don't embellish it too much. They did do some changes for Man Without Fear, and actually that was one of the the uh, questions that we got asked, which we'll go into later. But um, 
it's a it's a fun retelling, but the it, the bookend of it is Daredevil sitting on the rooftop with this beautiful artwork by mm-hmm. uh, Gene Colan, and um, him in the snow thinking, where did it go wrong? And him coming to the realization that Matt was where it went. Yes, wrong. exactly. Which is so <laughs> uh, love it. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was a, it was <laughs> such a cool moment. Yeah. Matt's the problem. Matt's the not problem. Daredevil because he's thinking about you know. Uh, everything that he's done to Karen. I mean, ultimately he wants to be with Karen and he wants to be daredevil. Yeah. So this is the perfect, the perfect solution. Matt goes away. Mm -hmm. I'm daredevil full time. Yeah. And then I can be with Karen because I no longer need to worry about, you know, the, the, the the double life. I'm only going to live one life and it's going to be daredevil. Yeah. Such a cool moment. Yep. Uh, before we go on on to the next issue, though, I do want to say page fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm showing Jamie here right now where they where he puts on the costume for the first yeah. time. It, it's it's a cool. It's only three panels. The bottom panel's really big, but it just shows <laughs> uh, Daredevil doing that. You know, because he has awesome finger touch. Uh, you know, uncanny the, ability with his finger. Seamstress. Yeah, seamstin. him seamstin. sewing his outfit together and standing there all stoic. Uh, uh, in his yellow and black outfit, he's adjusting his cane and his holster and doing. Uh, it, it loved it. It was yeah. great, great. It was cool seeing Daredevil in yellow again it too. Was. This I really was the first that time. Costume. Yeah, this was the first time that Gene uh, drew Daredevil in yellow. So yeah. Um, so issue fifty four. Yeah, we got to issue fifty four, um, and it's still it's uh, Gene Colan and still Roy Thomas, um, and uh, Klein in um, uh, George Klein is inking. Yeah, he, um, he inked the last one as well, too. He did, yeah. yeah. Um, there's been a couple of inkers that have bounced around. George Klein does a lot of the work, and um, he I, he leaves uh, later on in the series, and I, I felt that the art was beginning to change anyway at that stage, but it kind of right. suffers a little bit from him leaving. Um, R.E. Uh, is it R.E. Semic is the uh, letterer, but... Um, yeah, uh, yes, he did 54. Yeah. So um, George Klein and uh, Joe Sinnott, I, I'm not a I'm not a comic book artist, so I a lot of this stuff is like a I don't know I don't know if I know anything, but I know what I like kind of approach as a as a fan. But I realized that I really like the way they they ink, yeah, and I really like what they bring to it, and I love what um, Sinnott was doing. Um, hopefully, I'm saying his name right with with Colin. Mm-hmm. I really like those two together, and I like George Klein with him. There was like a a good mixture of this kind of that. That we've spoken before about uh, Colin's work, where it's very, like almost nightmarish, and everything seems slightly off, and kind of everything seems like it's moving everywhere on the page, and yeah. he has these beautiful shots where everything seems to be moving. Um, and George Klein has a more uh, polished look to it, and it's very clean and very clear, and it's mm-hmm. it's a little more precise. But they they both work really well with um, with George uh, Gene Colan, I thought, and uh, I'm. The artwork, I mean, Barry Windsor Smith is an incredible artist, but it, the last few issues when George, uh, uh, Gene Colan come back yeah. is so nice to see him back because I'm really, to, for me, he's started to become like the Daredevil artist mm-hmm. at this stage. Yeah. It's just like, he's been doing it for several years yeah. now. And yeah, he definitely, his are, you, you touched base on that earlier. His are complete, uh, his style is way different than the Silver Age that you're yeah. used to from all the other artists, the Jack Kirby and that you're yeah. talking about. It is, just the 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 not so much the detail but the the lines aren't perfect mm-hmm. and everybody looks a little bit 
different and yeah. they have their own unique personality, their own facial expressions. And it, it, it's, it's great. Yeah. The angles yeah. are more interesting. Yeah. The... Much more close-ups. He, he's really big on close-ups. Yeah. Most of the other artists, you know, they fit as much as they can on one panel. Yeah. He's all about getting in there, getting into the fight, yeah. showing, you know, yeah, all those close-ups. Yeah, even his one-page spreads are very, they're very close-up and they're mm-hmm. very involved with the subject. And um, and you know, and there's a lot of interesting stuff he's doing with panels and layouts that, that a lot of the other books, and we see it when Daredevil crosses over into other stories where right. it becomes very. Um, very uniform and a lot of like uh, grid uh, mm-hmm. layouts and stuff like that that he doesn't really do. Um, so this, so this issue, call him fear. Yes, very famous cover. Yeah, I've seen this all over the place. And uh, this is where Matt Murdock dies. Yeah, he he gets killed in this issue. Yeah, and, and we open with that straight. Away yeah, the- newspaper article. Da's ex partner killed in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whoa, what the heck happened? Yeah. And obviously we find out in the next pages that follow. But Karen is completely, she feels terrible. Yeah. The and love she has of, one thing that is, is keeping her together at this stage. What is that? She has his walking stick. His walking <laughs> stick. You're right, yeah. Yeah, it was left behind uh, yeah. in that whole debacle with, um, with, with Star Saxon earlier, yeah. But she feels terrible. She doesn't know what to do with herself. Yeah. She's all a bunch of tears. Foggy comes in, tries to console her. You know, make, you know, make her feel better, but it's 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 for nothing. She yeah. she missed out on the opportunity to be with Matt because she let, you know, him being blind, him pushing. You know, he didn't. She didn't fight for him the way that she wishes she would have fought for him. We'll, yeah. we'll just we'll just put it that way. Yeah, and um and so Matt is uh, or Daredevil. We should definitely yeah. dif- differentiate. Yeah, because Matt's dead. So Matt's dead. <laughs> Daredevil's climbing around and he's really missing his billy club. I love stage. that That's image. my favorite. I know. He's climbing up the side of the DA's building and he's like struggling. Yeah. He, he, everything is trembling. <laughs> his butt is like shoulders are hunched really uncomfortably. Yeah. And he's, it, yeah, he's, he's on a ropes. Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about this is, this is terrible. I can't, I've got to get my billy club back. I really can't climb on a bit. rope. <laughs> so, so he's hoping that he can, that the billy club may have been left yeah. in, in Foggy's office. So he sneaks up, goes into the window, but recognizes a familiar, mm-hmm. familiar heartbeat. Yeah. Young Karen happens young to, to be there as yeah. well. Yeah. And it's interesting that even like all of the marbles have fallen into place for her when she's been beginning to suspect that. Matt is Daredevil, but now Matt's dead and Daredevil's there. And there's like this real, you get a real sense of like her being like, I don't get any of this. Mike was Daredevil and now, and I'm sure Matt was, but he's dead. And now this guy is walking around and there's a lot of people still like that. This is the substitute Daredevil. A lot of people really do think that Daredevil died several issues ago. Yeah. And that this is like some pretender and Matt is for some reason still connected to the whole thing. And and I love this moment. <laughs> so he sneaks into the window, tells Karen, oh, and I just I saw a light or something. I wanted to make sure that nobody was robbing, you mm-hmm. know, you know, the office uh, since it's just you. Everything's good. He goes, oh, hey, I see you've got uh, Matt's cane there. Yeah. And then he goes. Karen, can I have it? <laughs> can I have the cane? And Karen basically goes, she goes, nah, it's mine. I'm keeping it. Yeah. And so Daredevil's like, well, okay, uh, I tried, but uh, just kind of a weird little moment asking for the cane and Karen saying no. Yeah. So what does Daredevil do? He uh, decides he's going to break into a house, a house and steal it. And steal it. <laughs> and that's exactly what he does yeah. the next page. Yeah. And he talks, <laughs> and the whole way he's just... 
this is very funny because there's a few issues where this happens where he's do, they, they, they have thought balloons they have the whole inner monologue and it's him talking about what a jerk he is for doing this and then he'll start talking out loud and he'll reveal who he is out loud <laughs> but the entire time he's thinking there's no like, like I shouldn't say my secret identity out loud and then suddenly he blurts out anyway I better get back to Matt's place so that people don't wonder where he is even though he's dead or whatever <laughs> yeah. so there's a moment where he's doing that and then uh then he 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 steals the yeah, he's, club. He does, he's he much happier that he's not having to use ropes. Oh, I know. Who, who wants to use ropes? <laughs> yeah, when you have a billy club that that <laughs> that Jack Kirby thinks you can shoot down, you can uh, turn into a gun. Yeah, turn it into a gun. Um, and then we flash back to him. Yeah, the flashback to the to yeah. the actual uh, the faked death. The reader finds out how did Matt Murdock die? Yeah, and it's it's fantastically it's genius. absurd. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Murdock disguises himself as a driver and then puts a dummy version of Matt Murdock in a car so that everyone can see that Matt Murdock is sitting in a car. He drives into this airport and says, I've got to rent a plane. Don't mm-hmm. ask any questions, buddy. And the whole way he's kind of like thinking, I hope that no one asks any questions, even though he's just said it. <laughs> um, and then he carries the dummy as though it's Matt walking alongside him but it's like dragging this yeah. thing in <laughs> let me help you blind let me man help you, blind, i'm <laughs> gonna take my blind friend for a flight is yeah. i think he even says that at some point and, mm-hmm. and um they get into the plane and um he i think he has a bomb on the plane as well I, he it really, wasn't very clear but he does something that's ticking yeah that he brings on and um yeah he does he brings a bomb onto the plane so he flies off with the dummy version of Matt. But what's weird is is so he's flying and, and then he jumps off before before it blows up and he mm-hmm. fakes the death. Mm-hmm. But he changes into his daredevil outfit while he's in the plane before yeah. he makes the jump. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It didn't and make it didn't make any it didn't sense make to it, me. None of this makes sense. <laughs> You're already wearing a costume. I mean. So he's gonna blow the plane up, but he's gonna fly it really high and jump out of it, which is like <laughs> what is going on? Um the the explosion the plane explodes and it's such a great um, yeah. sound effect. Spaboom, spaboom, spaboom. Um, and then some guy on the ground says, "Son, look, that plane! It exploded in midair." Just in case you didn't get <laughs> what was happening. Um, and Daredevil manages to use his uh, he, his incredible senses and af- acrobatics ability to yeah. dive into some water, and he's very lucky and and, and survive. And I, I was just thinking. Who who paid the bill for the plane? Yeah, because yeah, because they reveal later that it was all a setup. So they must, so they must have. Did he buy the plane? There no, must have been some insurance. Some yeah. insurance thing. Yeah, you Matt's insurance. Matt, yeah, I he, think he's Matt letting, is a very good insurance. He, he, uh, he's letting pe- he's letting <laughs> villains go. Yeah. He, he's uh, he's doing insurance fraud. He's doing all of this yeah. stuff. Come I on, man. If there's ever been a story later on where some like the the plane guy. Ins- there's some connection to the insurance fraud or something. like Well, that. if there isn't, we should write it, yeah, Jamie. There you go. That's what we're. That's how. We're, this is our pitch to any Marvel editors that happen to be. Yeah, be listening. <laughs> it's um, a fascinating insurance. So indemnity. Uh, DD indemnity. Um, so we go back to real time. We and, do. And I want to jump in on this point because the very mm, next page, do. which is page 12, mm-hmm. uh, is maybe my favorite page that Gene Colan has done it's so great. far. It's so good. It, it's so many things are happening on this page, mm-hmm. but it makes complete sense. You have a calendar. Yeah. One of those calendars that you used to see back in the day where they're up on the wall and it has just the day yep. and the month above it. And yep. then when that day is over at the end of the day, you rip it Boom. off, right? And then and that's the calendar that they use. So we see a whole bunch of pages just kind of flying around. Mm-hmm. And 
like four or five daredevils all across the page. Yeah. And uh, it's him looking for Star Saxon. Yeah. And Na- he's now, people down. Yeah. Na- now that Matt is uh, is dead, you know, he can go after him. Um, Saxon has absolutely nothing on him, so he can he can redeem himself. Yeah. And it's such a cool image mm-hmm. of Matt just, you know, or excuse me, Daredevil, beating people up, mm-hmm. fighting, all the movement, the action, the calendar behind it just tells you it's over several days. You don't even <laughs> need... This page could have no dialogue, and you would know exactly what was going on. Yeah, which it's is what's, really good. Which was super cool. The we next got, page is very funny as well. Yeah, what, what, on the next page, The next page, he's, fight, he's in the middle of a fight, and then him and we, Spider-Man yeah. back into each other. Yeah. <laughs> and they're both having fights he around runs the into Spider-Man, little, little Spider-Man cameo. Yeah. And what's cool about the cameo is uh, after Daredevil exits... Uh, Ta-ta. Yeah, and, and we, we hear Spider-Man thinking to himself, boy, I can't believe that one time that I thought Matt Murdock was Daredevil. That doesn't make any sense because Matt just died. Boy, yeah. I boy, I sure was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just to just to let everyone know that he's moved on. Yeah. Um then Matt gets a newspaper. No, 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 no. He steals a newspaper. No, no, he pays. Does he? Yeah, check it out. He drops the coins. He uh, uh he drops the coin. He uses a rope. <laughs> which I, I think I'm he looking hated. at it right now. I think I'll pick up a newspaper. Yeah, and then you see Clink. There's two coins that drop. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I Matt missed that the ne- first time. Matt Sorry, Daredevil will, uh-huh. will kill everyone just to, you know, but he, <laughs> he, won't, not, steal he won't steal a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> that is so clever. Mm-hmm. That seems like something you'd seen a Spider-Man exactly. thing, you it know, where the web, the, yeah, where the web would shoot down yeah. and, and pull it up. And, uh, yeah. and then the newspaper actually says, even though he's looking for Star Saxon, it says Mr. Fear challenges Daredevil. I know. I was so excited when I read this because yeah. Mr. Fear, who's only been in one issue, yeah. was a is a one shot, mm-hmm. ended up going to prison. Yeah. Uh, I wrote his name down. I forgot. It's it, a great. Remember, they they didn't get people names back then. No. If they're if they're a supervillain. Yeah. Not Star Saxon is just a just a human. He didn't wear a costume, but. Where is his name? <laughs> I forget. I really want to uh, say Zoltan. It. Zoltan yes, yes. Drago. Yes, Zoltan Drago. Mm-hmm. Got it written right there. Zoltan Drago. So yeah, so Mr. Fear is back, or so mm-hmm. we think. That's so awesome. We think. And Mr. Fear is a great idea for a, for a foil to Daredevil because the old idea of the man without fear, meeting someone who works on fear, made perfect sense. Um, and you know what? Am I skipping too far ahead if I reveal this? I don't know. Yeah, l- I, yeah. yeah let, let's not so, reveal it quite. I'll let you cover that, Jamie, when we get oh, to that point. Because that's the next issue, isn't it? It, it is. An, it's the next issue, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we find out that, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Mr. Fear buys some TV time, which yeah. is so normal. Readily available yeah. in the Marvel Yeah, yeah. anyone want to buy some TV time, you know. I think that happens six or seven times <laughs> time. in the next few issues. Yeah, <laughs> and it's happened six, six or seven times before this point yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he buys some TV time to yeah. challenge Dee Dee, and Daredevil's like, you know what? I'm going to answer the call. I know it's a setup, but I got to do this. And I yeah. love that moment because everyone knows where the fight's supposed to happen at the zoo. Yeah, there's so, a crowd of people. So, so Daredevil shows up, and everyone's giving him high fives. Yeah. He's signing Someone autographs. Says, I touched him. I touched him. Yeah. <laughs> From like in a crowd. <laughs> if there were cell phones, people would be taking selfies yeah. with him. And it was just a neat little moment. And then... Mr. Fear swoops down on this glider and just snatches Daredevil. Yeah. Love that. that. It's a great picture. Yeah. Him being grabbed around the neck and uh, and he says, Look, looks like you got me skull face or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> but not to Daredevil not to be outdone on the very next page, which is a huge splash, oh, is great. Daredevil kick the, pardon my French, kick the crap 
out of uh, out of Mr. Fear yeah. with one of those big, huge, gigantic swing kicks one of to the his face. Signature moves. It's not yeah. quite the signature, which is to push himself up with his hands, but he swings himself yeah. up. So it's like the second. Well, he he uses the edge of the glider yeah. uh, to hold on to. But two feet to the face of a, a villain is definitely becoming Daredevil's. Uh, what's that no What's that noise? How would you say that noise, Jamie? Scrock. Scrock. Yeah. When you hit Mr. Fear in the head with your feet, scrock. Um, and then I love the image in the next page where he's, pop, 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 pop. he's slapping him he's in the sl- face. He's just <laughs> slapping him. And it's not just one of those booms. It's like slap, it's slap, like slap, 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 slap. Several slap. hands <laughs> slapping Mr. Fear in the face. Um, and then he, he shoots him. He gets uh, he pulls out a, a, a rappello ray. Yeah, the rappello ray. And, and I, shoots him in... in uh, it's not a, a gun gun. It's like some kind of... Uh, it doesn't make any sense because it, it he says there's... This is better than the fear gun. It has nothing to do with fear. Yeah, I think it's just from the name. You sh- you shoot someone with the repello gun, well, and that it stuns them. It stuns them, so they repel. Yeah, I uh, guess. But then he ha- he kicks him off. It doesn't really yeah. repel him. He kicks him off of the glider, and then he's like but in midair, and he's like, I don't want to fall into yeah, the polar bear enclosure. Exactly. And, and even though Mr. Fear says like this is better than the fear gun, or, or there's no, I've I don't use fear pellets yeah. anymore. Daredevil suddenly gets afraid very yeah. afraid and he's, yeah. and he's shaking in his little daredevil boots yeah he comes out of the water because he, he twists and lands in the seal enclosure rather than the polar bear enclosure and yeah. that's when the fear kicks in when he's uh he swings the billy club catches onto the glider again chases after him and then it's that that moment where he's like i you know he's terrified he he doesn't know what's happening and then he falls off the glider luckily lands in a tree and then we have that quick those two panels of with lots of dialogue in there and it's all thought and it's Back to the classic, people think I'm like people yeah. think I'm. He a cares so much. Uh, the first fifteen years of Daredevil's life, it seems like he cares so much about what people think about him. Yeah, he doesn't want people to see him as a coward. Yeah, and that takes us right into issue fifty-five, which is called Cry Coward. Yeah, and the cover is just him swinging along. It's a great cover. Yeah. It's him swinging along, and um, there's just it's just people shouting coward but it's not it's not connected to anyone it's just like yeah. the word coward again and again and again and again around the city so, so daredevil on the and very f- on, <laughs> yeah, slappy hand. on the very first page of issue 55 he's wearing a a, a, a green trench coat and a hat <laughs> because he doesn't want anyone to see him he because he's so he's so bad yeah he's so afraid that he you know oh, I, I have to hide there's a newspaper that flies in front of the yeah. You know, uh, across the page, it says Daredevil's been defeated by Mr. Fear. Mm-hmm. And so it is it is like three or four pages of Daredevil reflecting on the cowardness. Yeah, it, it is. And it was, a, I mean, for a 20 page issue to spend like four pages of him just talking about what happened in the previous issue, yeah. a couple issues to sum it up. That's almost 20 percent of the story. Yeah. So I don't know if they lot. were using that as filler because it because it, it wasn't long enough mm-hmm. or something. But uh it, it's the pacing of a lot of these early issues of Daredevil is basically there will be one fight in the issue. There will be one actual confrontation. Yeah. And the rest is him talking or him talking about Matt's problems, his own problems, and um, Foggy and Karen being involved and right. tied up in it. Um, the after after that, Daredevil, he, he, he wants to find a way to build his confidence. Yeah. So he goes find some random punks and starts to... Uh, Give him the beat down, but yep. then, but then of course, Daredevil gets whipped. Yeah, you one know? of them gets lands up. Big Pete lands yeah. a, a a right hook or a left hook. Sorry, yeah. gets a left hook. And he sulks. He sulks around and about the it for a little bit. Police have to save him. Yeah, and uh, he then he walks away again. I love that the the 
He's walking away and there's a Steve McQueen movie playing in the background as if to drum home like, you know, <laughs> you're not a hero. That's a real hero, Steve McQueen. So so uh, switching gears, we now kind of deal with Mr. Fierce's perspective of what's mm-hmm. going on. And yeah. page 10 is a splash page halfway through the issue yes. where Mr. Fierce is talking about how awesome he is. So good. And for a page not featuring Daredevil, this is probably Gene Colan's best work it's so far. fantastic, because it, it's starting to rain. That's the other thing. Yeah, and he is just, he almost looks like a demon. Yeah. And I love his costume. And I know I talked yeah. about this, I believe, in our very first podcast. Yeah. I love Mr. Fear's costume uh, with the hood and the mat and mm-hmm. the skull face. And he just, he looks like a demon. And he's and he drew he drew him, a he takes up the entire page. Yeah. It's not like a splash where he's, you know, half, it's the whole page is Mr. Fear with his yeah. arms out wide and he's it's just saying, I well. am Mr. Fear. Yeah, it's cool. It's, and there's also, it, the previous page really ties it in nicely and it goes into what I was mentioning before where Daredevil's walking around and he's talking out loud mm-hmm. and he's talking about, you know, Matt and um, Karen and all of this stuff. He's talking about himself very loudly. And uh, he steps, it's, it's like getting closer and closer onto his feet as he's walking along and he steps into a puddle and the ripples of the puddle die down and you I see said the reflection. That first. I know. Oh no. I remember that moment. It was it's cool. so beautiful. And then it leads into this fantastic splash. And, and then the, just, the, you know, just the fact that it's raining and just all of this stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. He's, he's talking about how he could climb up the building, but he's scared that he might slip. So he's going to take, he's going to walk in like some kind of, some kind of idiot, some kind of loser that's going to just walk yeah. into a building and take the elevator. Well, and, and he ends up going to see Foggy and he comes up with this idea. I don't remember exactly how he came up with the idea, but he goes, I need to look into Mr. Fear because something just doesn't seem right. Yeah. He doesn't seem like the Mr. Fear that I fought before. Yeah. And so Foggy digs into Mr. Fear as a favor for, uh, for Daredevil. And we find out that Zoltan Drago, he was afraid of heights. Yeah. So Daredevil kind of puts two and two together and he's like, mm-hmm. hold on a second. I don't think this Mr. Fear is the same person or something's changed yeah. because why would somebody who's afraid of heights be on a glider? Yeah. And that's, it's kind of this nice idea where, um, so Mr. Fear basically goes on a run where he's just like, you know, I, nothing can stop me now. And he's, he's attacking cars and armored cars that, just get Daredevil coming and then Daredevil chases in, runs in and they have this great fight and um, you know it's really Daredevil is fighting against this idea that he's afraid and knowing that he shouldn't be and he's fighting against um, Mr. Fear and he's like he gets him on the ropes pretty quickly and he's really going at it and then he pulls off the hood and reveals that it's Star Saxon and Star Saxon has been acting as Mr. Fear and there was great twist I love this because the the fact that Star Saxon it killed Zoltan it kind of implies that he killed him. There's like a bit later on where it yeah. says that he killed him or that he and the fact that he did that and became Mr. Fear made him scarier. Mm-hmm. It made him more of a frightening character. And um he falls off of the uh he falls Yeah, right after the reveal. Yeah. Ah! Uh, he falls two steps, so you know the, the secret identity is no longer there, and, it's, yeah. and he reveals that he's uh, the 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 Billy Club 
had fear pellets in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, yeah, the Rapello, the, the gun didn't. Yeah, because Daredevil had just gotten it back after he stole it from Karen, yeah. and they were time-released. So Daredevil just started being afraid once he started using the Billy Club, which yeah. pretty much lines up exactly when he went to go see, uh, after the, after Mr. Fear bought the TV time, mm-hmm. he went to go see him at the zoo to confront him. Yeah, so um, it was his own Billy Club. The yeah. rope would have saved him. If only he had stuck if with only the rope. <laughs> but this goes into what I was just saying a few minutes ago. They set up another arch nemesis for Daredevil, the Star gone. Saxon, and he's gone after a few issues. Yeah. I was really starting to like him. When yeah. they did the reveal that it was him, mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then literally one panel later, Dead. he's gone. <laughs> he's like, said, dang it. Dang it. So... That takes. Have, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. That's uh, that's it. That, yeah. That's the end of that, that's and that takes that. us to issue fifty six. And before fifty six and fifty seven, it's a two part issue. Yeah. So let's cover both of them together. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. I'm go just going to put this out there. The artwork to these issues is fantastic. The story is 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 so far out there. It is <laughs> insane. Um, I want to bring up uh, the inker, Sid Shores. Yeah, he's he, he's great. Yeah, he started inking the last issue, which mm-hmm. is which I wanted to talk about when yeah. I was talking about that Mr. Fear uh, mm-hmm. splash page. But it just might be my opinion, but I, I feel like he does way thicker brush strokes. Yeah. Um more of Daredevil is black mm-hmm. versus red. Yeah. You normally the inkers kind of in the past would just kind of more focus on tracing the lines mm-hmm. and making a big space for the color yeah, to go the line into. Weight is very um it's very spatial. Right. Whereas he is like this this it's almost like he's done the artwork and then smeared across the page and just like right. rubbed it away. It's like think of Batman the animated series. Mm-hmm. Batman wore blue. Yeah. But you would never think that because you thought his cape would be, it looks black yeah. when you see it on screen mm-hmm. and there's just a little bit of blue. That's kind of what it's like with Daredevil. Daredevil, I wouldn't say it's 50%, but a, a larger portion of Daredevil drawn on the page yeah. is painted black from yeah. the ink versus uh, how it used to mostly be red. Yep. And it, it really, and, and especially with issues 56 and 57. Mm-hmm. Because I know we had talked about this previously, that this is like a horror story. Yes. I mean, it's a full out comic horror. Yeah. And uh, the inking and the darkness and everything really kind of adds to to uh, to the characters, uh, uh, to Death's Head, which we're going to talk about. But uh, it was cool. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, it becomes more like an EC Comics right. kind of look. There's very much that... Um that, that vibe is, but even when he's walking along in the, the rain Mac and yeah. the, the trench coat and the, the mm-hmm. hat in the previous, that was the very first like page that sit inked. Yeah. yeah. He started with, 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 with that one. But yeah, so the issue starts out, uh, daredevil is singing. He's singing the Beatles. He, he, he's happy. And, and you have any guesses why he's singing? Why he's so happy? He's so happy. He's happy because he's going to tell he's got Karen. The he, club, but no, sorry. Oh, <laughs> he's going to tell Karen. He loves her. And, and and this has happened so many times. I really should keep a tally. If you really do go back and look through the first 100 issues to yeah. see how many villains, see how many times Matt said he was going to tell Karen that everything. Your, you can tally that. I'll tell you. That seems like villains. a lot of. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. That means I have to read all the dialogue. Maybe I, I <laughs> maybe we'll do that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Probably not, but but <laughs> but, but maybe. Um, but in addition to telling Karen everything and that he loves her, that includes telling her that Matt's not really dead. Yeah, and. He wants to cover He's it all. Spill everything. So um, he shows up to Foggy's office. Yeah. And um, at this point, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it, but Matt is is uh, is Foggy's 
He's special assistant. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. So he's he's not really doing normal lawyer work now. No. He's now the special assistant to the DA. Mm-hmm. So he shows up. Um, oh, never mind. Sorry. That that happens. Uh, that happens when they, we get back. I jumped ahead. Yeah. Because Matt's dead. I forgot. Matt's yeah. When dead. Matt comes back, he gets Matt that comes job. Back, he gets that job. Anyway, sorry. I kind of yeah, went on a tangent right there. He's swinging along, and he gets into a room, and there's a bunch of like. Um, like uh, young girls that's uh, very <laughs> excited to see him and they're trying to love him. He, uh, Foggy comes in and is like, yeah, c- yeah. cut it down, you, you kids, you annoying yeah. kids. And like Foggy suddenly has jumped 20 years in age in this <laughs> issue. It's <laughs> so weird. Um, uh, Karen's gone. Karen's gone. She's gone back home because she has uh, uh, received news that her dad has gone missing. It's It's interesting because she has so much going on right now, mm-hmm. so much going on. Uh, specifically with her feelings for Matt and Karen is, I mean, it, it, if you wrote an issue that was just Karen's what's going on in her head, which a lot of this is, yeah. she is really being tormented. She yeah. is, I mean, they are really pulling her apart. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, again, this is, this is, uh, I, I didn't know much of Karen's back backstory. I'm, 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 I think this was the very first time that it's brought up. Yeah. And it's interesting because she becomes so much more of a tragic Mm-hmm. character later on um in the miller run and in the even in the um the kevin smith stuff there's a lot of tragedy in her life there's a lot of like sadness and they really present her as being this um this kind of broken person um but we see her here and i didn't realize that she came from like a pretty good family wealthy mm-hmm. family that were very respected um her, and yeah her dad which this gets revealed because um foggy is uh, Matt, Matt wants to track her down. Mm-hmm. So Foggy goes back and looks in the filing cabinets to find yeah. out her resume or, or everything. And uh, it gets revealed to him that her father is is indeed actually Dr. Paxton Page, yeah. who I think Foggy says a comment like, boy, I really need to take a look into my secretaries you know, <laughs> when I hire them because I, I don't want to be hiring shady people like this. Mm-hmm. Because Dr. Paxton Page, um, he, he was blacklisted for perfecting the cobalt bomb. Yeah, he's uh, he's considered a traitor. Yeah, he's a, he is a traitor. Yeah. Um, Isn't it funny that that how Foggy just as soon as Deborah came into his life just completely got over Karen. Yeah. Just says so my quickly. secretary, my. Yeah. I mean, he, he was so in love with her, and then as soon as a girl batted the batted her eyes at him, mm-hmm. <laughs> he he changed teams. Anyways, um, so she gets home. She's uh, it's it's like. You know, beautiful upstate New York or somewhere, and um, she gets home and she's crossing one of the covered bridges to go to her house. Um, most of the people in the town where she lives, where her family lives, are really reluctant to take her. Mm-hmm. To yeah, the no house. one wants to go to no the one property. Wants to go, and everyone's like, "Well, I think a taxi driver eventually says, I'll take you close, but I'm not going up there because there's something weird about that place.'" This screams a horror comic. Yeah, it's a pure <laughs> horror comic. So she gets there, and we have these this beautiful series of three panels getting closer and closer mm-hmm. and the lights changing and suddenly the like she says you know it's it can't be what is this is it a dream it can't be and something's thrown and there's a, it's a fireball it's a fireball and it reveals death's head yeah what a crazy looking dude yeah I think the uh the headless horseman uh-huh. but with a head yeah on a horse yeah and they're glowing yeah. and they're see-through and it's a lot of yellow and purple, and it's just yeah. He's got like a big cape and psych- a, a scary skeletal horse. Yeah, yeah. And um, and he he's got this incredible mask 
on, which is um, is kind of like an Aztec kind of design that isn't really in keeping with any of the other design, and it's like like you know broken teeth and jagged lines and all of this misplaced mm-hmm. stuff. And then he vanishes, and she just gets up and walks to the house at that point, which is really odd. She, she kind of feels like she dreamed it a yeah. little bit. It's like, well, that was weird. Anyway, better get home. And uh, she gets back to the house, and she meets... Big castle. Big, big castle. Once again, horror comic. It's this yeah. crazy, dark-looking castle. And Goth, Goth yeah. the, uh, the butler, lets her in. Mm-hmm. Goth. And, and her mom, who hasn't seen her in years, is like, oh, it's you. Yeah, she doesn't like even this, care. This <laughs> sad woman that's just sitting in a chaise lounge crying. Yeah. I think this is the actual moment where she finds out that her dad is uh, is gone missing, I yeah, think. Yeah, she says, uh, your, your father's been taken by death's head. By death's head. Like, oh, no. Maybe I wasn't dreaming. Um, Matt decides that he's going to go up and uh, get her back, help her. Um, so he sits on top of a train. <laughs> well, and once again, not Matt. This is Daredevil, Daredevil because course, Matt is Matt's still, still dead. dead. Sorry. So he takes the train. He takes the train the best way you can yeah. by sitting He on can't top. jump into an airplane anymore. The no. whole insurance fraud thing. He's, he can't get within 100 <laughs> yards of an airplane. And he gets uh, to uh, Karen's place and Death's Head attack. And I think his response to, uh, to Death's Head is what I would probably do, which is shout, good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very brief it's another warning stay away turn away yeah. and just like Karen he's like no I don't think yeah. so he goes past Death's head or Death's head disappears and uh, he enters the house you know kicks the butler out of the way like get out yeah. of the way and it's like Goff. Karen there you are Goff. Move, yeah. Goff. and of course Karen Page is like oh my gosh Daredevil what are you doing here but this is perfect mm-hmm. I was even thinking about calling you this is awesome this yeah. is amazing you're here we need your help yeah. help us out please yeah and here's a, here's a note from Death's Head. So he reads it with his fingers. And um, it basically says, abandon the page house forever and tell no one of your husband's disappearance or he dies. Death's Head. I like that he signs yeah. it. <laughs> Death's Head. Death's Head. And he's got a nice uh, logo that he signs it with. What a, what a crazy name for a character. Death's Head. Death's there's head. been a few Death's Heads. Oh, there later has. Later on, there's, um, there's a famous one which came up in Marvel UK in the Transformers comic. Okay. Um, and he was, he started out as a huge, he was a robot bounty hunter. He was transformer sized. And at some stage he got shrunk down to human size and traveled through time. And, um, he was a very funny character, very, very, uh, uh, interesting, uh, speech patterns and, um, just a great throwaway character that I think became more popular, but then he got really 95 at some point and it's like everything became very angular and yeah. pouchy and, um, okay. Um, but yeah, he's a good one. But I know there's been a few more as well. Um, um, so, so Daredevil, Daredevil. He, he, yeah, he 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 got the, he saw the note. He goes out searching for Death's Head, finds him right away. Yeah. They get into a big bout. Holy and, Hannah, he shouts. Yeah. And, <laughs> Holy good, <Hannah>. Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Good uh, Lord. This is, once again, like I mentioned, this is a two-part. So right at the end of the first issue, Death's Head becomes victorious in the fight. Yeah. And he actually takes his clothes. It's fantastic. And, and they switch clothes so many times yeah. in, the, in the first, what is this now, 57 issues yeah. of uh, Daredevil, 56 issues. So he puts all of his clothes on Daredevil, slaps the horse in the butt. Ties him to the horse. Yeah. It slaps the horse and says, you know, like, march forward. And then uh, the cops just happen to show up at the same time because I, I don't know how they got there. I don't know if Karen called them or they were just investigating or mm-hmm. it was their normal patrol. But they show up and and Death's head, his whole, like, what he was thinking was, they're going to think that Daredevil's me. They're going to shoot him down and I'll get away scots-free. Yeah. So Daredevil, who's in this outfit, mm-hmm. is going straight towards the cop, but his hands are bind together, so... 
Uh, and there's a great moment where the cops are like, stop or we'll shoot. Stop or we'll shoot. Like, if you keep coming, I'm yeah. going to have to shoot you. Don't come any further or we're going to have to shoot How you. How times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it leaves with a cliffhanger and goes straight into issue 57. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're unloading. Yeah, they, they start to pow, 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 and they're shooting yeah. at him. And luckily they miss, In which the is great. of life. And Daredevil convinces them, like, hey, give me the benefit of the doubt before you shoot in any more bullets at me, take off my mask. And, you know, mm-hmm. so that's what they do. They take off the mask and Daredevil's mask is on underneath. And once again, they're like, oh, okay, well, this makes sense now. You're yeah. free, you, you know, you're free to go. It was a big misunderstanding. We're sorry. And he tells them without actually saying anything. That's the thing. Because isn't he, isn't he gagged as well? Or he can't talk because the mask's on him. So he's like trying to sig- he's, he's hurt his arm, but he's... Uh, yeah, he may have done it through osmosis. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, he... he, he oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they go, like, oh, jeepers, it's, uh, it's that Daredevil guy. Um, thank goodness we didn't shoot mm-hmm. him. Um then Willie Lincoln pops up. And yeah, see, and this, and, and here is another great moment where we find the very, our very first appearance. E- even though it's only a name, uh, we hear about the vicious villain, Crime Wave. Yeah, and Willie Lincoln has just given Foggy the, uh, you know, the rundown, a tip, and so Matt call or Foggy calls Karen, uh, and just like, hey, Karen, uh, I got this number from your file. When are you going to come back? I need you here because I need a second. I need secretarial yeah. help because we have this new villain that we have to look into. Yeah. Crime Wave. Crime Wave. I wonder if Crime Wave is going to be Daredevil's arch, arch nemesis. It could happen. I th- I'm feeling good about this one. Okay, we'll see. Um, <laughs> so so anyways, so uh, that was just a little cut, little inter- interlude yeah. that had nothing to do with anything in this particular two-issue story. Yeah. Um, so Daredevil, he goes back to uh, back to the house yeah. and uh, you know tells Karen sort of what happened a little bit. Uh, he's he, goth. Yeah, snooping around, snooping and being around. suspicious, so decides he's going to follow. They're him. they're really trying to make you think that that Garth is the bad yeah. guy. In fact, it wasn't Karen follows the red Garth herring. originally. He, he, Karen follows Garth because she sees him. This is after Daredevil shows up. She yeah. follows Garth and uh, ends up going to this secret horror horror meal with with water, water layer thingamabob, yeah. and. and uh, and she's going to take Garth down because this automatically is enough evidence that she needs yep. that, that Garth is the bad guy. So she grabs like a billy club or a, like a two Piece by four. Yeah. I'm going to smack him across the head. Mm-hmm. And right before Garth turns around and pow, he shoots the he wood. He shoots the wood. It's kind of incredible. <laughs> yeah. He cracks the wood to pieces. And uh, luckily, Daredevil swings in and kicks him. Yeah. Not, not a two foot kick, but he does kick him, right. take him down, and then Death's head. Shows up, so we yes, find out. Oh, oh, you oh. costumed fool! He shows. Yeah. Up. So Garth was not Death's head. Hang on. Yeah. Turns out Garth um, is actually who is Garth? He is a government agent tracking Paxton. Yes. Yeah. Paxton Page, who is the he's undercover traitorous. Yeah. And uh, they have a little fight. There's a vat of cobalt. Cobalt is really the go-to. Um, uh, killer in in this series, it's yeah. like the third or fourth time that it's come up. Um, was it, and then Didu or Didi, some Didu, 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 uh, Daredevil. He deduced who the Didi deduced. Yeah, Didi deduced. Uh, um, you know, who's a real person behind the mask? Yeah, and uh, uh, you know, ring the bells. It's Karen's yeah. father. Yeah, 
But the way that he deduced it was simply saying something like, uh, I knew it had to be him because he was obsessed with clearing his name, yeah. which made him cuckoo and and, and well, everything. The cobalt made him go crazy. But, but it doesn't make any sense. Like, no. I mean, there's no evidence. There's no nothing. And he dies. Yeah. He, Once again, he dies. Yeah. And... and and, saving Karen. Yeah, he dies saving Karen, and Karen feels terrible. Oh, no. And Daredevil's like, it's yeah. all good. You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And it, that's the point that he chooses to reveal. <laughs> he pulls off the mask and goes, Karen, it was your dad. It was your dad, yeah. He's dead now. He's dead now. <laughs> so, <laughs> May he uh, rest in peace. So we flash forward, uh, we flash forward, I don't know, a week to yeah. the funeral. Yeah. Karen's there, and good old selfish Matt. Or Daredevil's Daredevil. like, you know what? This is the perfect time. Yeah. I can't wait any longer. I've been talking about it for 57 straight stinking issues. <laughs> I'm going to tell Karen everything. Yeah. So he chooses at the funeral, right in front of the gravestone so or the tombstone. Mask. He takes off his mask. And, and it's a, her to do it. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. And she takes yeah. off his mask. And, and at the very end of the issue, Karen knows that Matt is Daredevil. Yep. So Write it down, everybody. Issue 57. It took 57 issues of a love triangle that turned into a love twosome that kept, you know... A love, a love, love triangle <laughs> at one point. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was... Yeah. So we so Karen finally knows... And, and Karen's not going to... Um, I'm giving this away. Karen doesn't get amnesia and forget it. This is yeah. for real, guys. She knows. And ladies. Yeah. Karen knows who Daredevil is. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we move on to issue 58, I want to say because... We were talking about how this is like a horror issue. Mm-hmm. One thing that that happened was uh, I thought that was really dark. Like one of the darkest things that's happened so far in a Daredevil mm-hmm. issue was was the horse and uh, death. Yeah, de- yeah, death's head is talking about his horse that that he put Daredevil on, uh-huh. and the horse died. Yeah, from a reaction to the chemicals that actually made his skin and flesh transparent. Yeah, so he had given him. These chemicals or whatever that made the flesh and skin transparent, and the horse actually dies. Yeah. It's pretty dark and twisted. Yeah, it really is, and it's kind of throwaway as well. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, I did, I did that. Um, poor horse. I know, poor horse. But this is not a comic book about a horse. No, this is this a comic is book a about stuntmaster. Stuntmaster. <laughs> uh, we go to issue fifty-eight. Yes. Issue fifty-eight, and um, it is November nineteen sixty-nine. Oh no, it's October nineteen. 19- no, it is November 1969. I'm so sorry. Um, the next three issues, they really they dive into Crime Wave. They do. And Crime Wave is the new... The new maybe or maybe not arch nemesis. Be. I'm feeling this one. I really hope you're right. <laughs> um, but 58, it, it starts out with Matt's lawyering. Yeah. Uh, so he's back alive now. He's alive. We learned that yeah. he's alive, and he's now the assist, special assistant to the DA. Exactly. So he's, he's on a mission. So he's doing some lawyering, and his main focus is bringing crime wave down. Yeah. So all of these petty little thieves and stuff that 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 they're they're being prosecuted and going mm-hmm. to prison. These are not nobodies. This is nothing. He wants to, to go yeah, go after the big fish. And there's some pretty great. There's a, like a repeat thing going on in the next few issues where you have. Um, these petty crimes being thwarted by Matt or by Daredevil and the people, that are, uh, the victims of these crimes saying, I don't want right. to push charges. I don't want to press any 
charges. Um, I don't want Crime Web to come for me. Um, there's no problem here, officer. And it's getting Matt more and more frustrated, Daredevil more and more frustrated. I do like the judge in the opening of yeah. issue 58 who looks like he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that little touch of him just being like, yeah, whatever. So after that little crime scene before Stuntman's, uh, Stuntmaster, who's the villain in this issue, yeah. before he shows up, there's two big things that happen. The first thing is is that Matt tells Karen everything. Yeah. So it wasn't just a reveal. He he lays it all out. He talks about his fake brother. You know, how he's was Daredevil the whole time. Yeah. He talks about his history, how he, you know, how he how he became blind mm-hmm. and and his super senses and he laid it all out on the table. Yeah. So kudos to Matt for, you know, not just sugarcoating it. He laid it all out for her so she knew exactly what she was getting into. That's the first thing. The second big thing that happened was Matt actually proposes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time he proposes, right? Um, Yes. He had talked about it. It's been stopped just before it happened. Um, And then Karen will only accept the proposal if Matt promises to stop being Daredevil because it's too hard for her to be with somebody who she's going to worry about every night. Is he going to come home safely to me? Yeah. So... After finding out Matt's alive, he proposes right away, and mm-hmm. she's like, "I maybe yeah. I, I might do it, but I have my own Let's criteria. Think Let's think first. about it." There is this really random thing which I, I wanted to bring up, where um, they reveal the newspaper spin. I imagine they do that. Yeah. reveal, and it's talking about how the assistant, the DA's ex partner, is alive and well. Um, the Daily Bugle, and then randomly there's like an old Chinese guy reading a newspaper next to it in Chinese that it doesn't, there's no, there's zero explanation other than um, it made more of a splash than I had attended is the caption. Yeah, maybe it's it's showing, it's showing around the world. Far and wide. So every, not, <laughs> not just in New York and Hell's Kitchen, uh, but also yeah, everyone, in Chinatown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in the old The DA's Chinatown ex-partner apparently. is alive and well in Vermont. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, they have a little press conference and they talk about how it's great and he's going to be the special assistant. Mm-hmm. Pop a pop, some cameras, take pictures. No, no. Explain this to me. I, I forget. The parade that happens. Mm-hmm. D- Daredevil tells Karen, "I'm going to give up being. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give up being Daredevil tomorrow. Tomorrow, well, no, late, late, later today. I first need to go to this parade for yeah. me. Right? It was a parade for him. No, it's for a. What's it for? It's a United Fund parade. It's a uh, charity. Okay. Well, the everyone is just oogling over him at the parade, and, yeah. and his intent was at the parade to tell everybody he had a big announcement to make. He wanted to reveal his secret identity mm-hmm. and just." Put it all to bed. Put it all to bed. Because he's got the woman of his dreams now, so Daredevil is going to be no more. Yeah. So they have the big parade, and of course, you know, somebody's got to come and screw yeah. it up. And that somebody... Is the stunt master. Yes. Yeah. He he used to be an ex-stunt guy in the film business. Yeah. And turned criminal. <clears throat> and he is the first of many hired guns <laughs> by Crime Wave to yeah. take Daredevil down. Act, also, was it to, Well, to take Daredevil down or to take out... Uh, Take down Foggy. It's to take down Foggy yeah. via just by sending a message. But right. it's um, the Stuntmaster is like one of the cheapest villains around. He's a guy that is barely a villain. He's not. I don't think he's dumb or anything, but he is. 
He's just this great. Mo- he looks like Evil Can Evil. Like, yeah. Let's get an Evil Can Evil character mm-hmm. in there. Yellow. And, it's it different colors too. Yellow and blue. Yeah. And I think they mentioned like he, you know, he said he said he's a throwaway comment where he's doing this really cheap. He says an amount that he's going to be. You know, yeah. he's like, I'm going to take Daredevil out for like a few hundred dollars or yeah. something. It's like it's such a low amount. Um, he has and no superpowers. No he's superpowers. just a stunt guy, but jet. Yeah, motorcycle. yeah. His motorcycle can actually mm-hmm. fly. It can fly. It yeah. can fly a little bit. Little um, bit of so he drives into the parade, and Daredevil senses it, and he kind of almost hits him, and and just drives past him. Daredevil jumps on him, and he punches him or headbutts it's a, him. It's really a cool little fight. It is a cool little fight, and then the, he hits the jets, and the motorbike. This is the, the motorbike can fly, but it looks like it gets about eight or nine feet off the ground. And that's it, it just like Gladiator. Gladiator's uh, spinning yes. blades mm-hmm. on his arm can give Not him too a high. yeah, give him a little bit of a lift. Yeah, and the owl wraps. can glide. I mean, just a little. Yeah, they don't they don't want people to fly in Daredevil. <laughs> no, but this is a good point yeah. because if they were able to fly, Daredevil wouldn't be able to stop them. Yeah, but so by keeping them close to the ground, by giving mm-hmm. them a little bit of a height, gives them the in, in advantage yeah yeah little eight feet advantage <laughs> but the scarf is not the advantage so Daredevil wraps his his motorcycle scarf around his neck and he falls off the bike and this is my favorite thing about this guy he's like there's this huge fight and then he falls and he's like ow I hurt my leg and I can't really move and everything kind of stops and he's like I'm, I'm done for that was my last thing I can do <laughs> and everyone's really like oh don't worry buddy we're gonna help you yeah, and they kind of like you know they get him medical help and they tell him to stay still, don't move, and they make sure he's nice and secure. Mm-hmm. And it's like this beautiful moment during this. This guy's been trying to kill him, but they just want to make sure he's okay. He's okay. And uh, Karen is watching all this, and yeah. and she really gives Matt the cold shoulder here. Yeah, she walks away. Yeah, because you know Daredevil at this point figures, okay, I can't give this speech anymore. There's always going to be, be people like this. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have to be Daredevil. And Karen straight up just turns around, walks away, yeah. and is, you know, you could have let the police handle this. Yeah. But no, you had to try to save the day. Mm-hmm. Gives him the cold shoulder, walks away. It's like, dude, you just got Matt back. Yeah. Give him a little tender love and care. It's okay. <laughs> is this is a transition period. You can't expect him to give it up right away. But she does, you know, she she is reading him right. He is yeah. he is he's shown that he's completely obsessed with what the but people what people think of him. So this is so typical of that tragic hero that can never be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, since he revealed himself, yeah, every moment forward in the next several issues, several years, Karen is never happy mm-hmm. and can never be with him. Yeah. And it's just Ne- the- there's never a moment where they're just like, okay, this is working. Yeah, let's give it a try. It's mm-hmm. it's like no, it's me or the highway. And Daredevil, in this case, the highway is you know being Daredevil, and Matt just keeps bouncing back and forth. Yeah, of course, there's many times where he's gonna teeter on the idea of giving it up, but just never can because mm-hmm. these new costume freaks end up showing yeah. up. So I just I just saw in my notes um, that he so after the crash he reveals that it was crime wave that put mm-hmm. a hit on him. And he does say it was for a cool grand in cash. Oh, a whole grand. A whole grand. Well, this is 1969. A whole grand. I mean, in today's dollar, that'd be what, about uh, eight or 9,000? Yeah. I mean, wow. I, don't, I didn't do the math, but. I mean, how much does the fuel of his bike cost? It can yeah. get him 10 feet <laughs> off the ground. It's, it can't be cheap. Um, um, 
So we, here we are. We move on. To yeah, issue to 59. 59. Same type of issue. Yeah, another another villain hired for by hire, probably for like maybe fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> well, my th- my thousand uh, dollar thugs aren't handling it. I'm going to go after the. Uh, when we do see Crime Wave eventually, he is complaining about like you, you guys have got to do this right this time to some other right. villain. So this is uh, this actually we get our first appearance of. Uh, of Crime Wave, as you say, our mm-hmm. first little glimpse, which happens midway through the issue. Yeah. And once again, I'm not trying to dog Gene. I've been a fan of his, you know, since he took over from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. It took me a while to get used to him because I really like John Romita. But this is where I think they, they had a, a little mishap. He appears in several panels of this issue, but there's never like... A, a good picture of him. Yeah, no, it's always like a look. He's in the background, or it's like a super close up. You need to have the big reveal. You need to have a. It doesn't have to be a splash page, yeah. but at least a head to toe, so you can see the costume. Yeah. Not to mention his costume is like super That's lame. Horrible. Super lame. He's wearing like a like Copper a sh- Commander yeah. style sheet, but it's green, and purple and green, and yeah, yeah. It's just really bad. Yeah. So anyway, so so for this issue, it's 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 actually an issue about Willie Lincoln. Yeah, Willie Lincoln comes back, and the 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 DA and the mayor and the special assistant to the DA are mm-hmm. all coming down on crime wave. They've yeah. got to end this campaign. Yeah, of fear. That- and and Matt has noticed. Matt and Daredevil actually, well, Daredevil has noticed that uh, when they when he stops a crime, no one wants to press charges on yeah. crime wave because they're afraid of him. Mm-hmm. So this is just making Daredevil super furious. Yeah. And uh, so Willie Lincoln goes undercover and he goes to a club where it looks like Jimi Hendrix is playing in the background. Um, which oh, is you're right. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Uh, he's there with his dog. Poor dog having to yeah. smell the... Wait, what happened to the dog? Oh, the dog stayed up top. Yeah. W- Willie Lincoln, you know, he's blind. He, <laughs> he, he leans on a door that opens up and he falls down he this... falls down an incredible... I mean, who it's... puts this by a door? <laughs> yeah. That's the crazy thing. He crazy like tunnel. A, a shoot that looks like something from... It looks like something that leads to apocalypse. It's like this. this is just like in issue three, and mm-hmm. whenever the owl appeared again, yeah. where inside of his fortress, uh, he's got those big, huge tunnels that lead down to other areas. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it's huge. It's just in a random little club in New York, and he leans against the door because someone left it open slightly, falls down the tunnel, the, do- the door slams behind, so his dog gets stuck up there, and he lands down into this huge chamber. It looks like the inside of a spaceship. It does. And way down in the background is, uh, yeah. like the tiniest, tiniest <laughs> image is crime wave. Looks like a frog. Yeah, but you can't see him. It just looks yeah. like a little frog on a on a red pillow. And so there's a whole bunch of goons in the room, yeah. and they got their guns pointed at him. And and uh, Willie decides to play Willie dumb. Thinks fast. Yeah, he thinks fast. I like Willie. Yeah. He, he decides to play dumb. He's just some beggar looking yeah. for a couple of bucks. For and a drink and, or and crime wave is like, you know what? Just let him go. Let him go. So they let him go. And he even gives him a few. It gives him some money. Right. You're right. Yeah, give him (laughs) some money and let him go. But what didn't make sense was like on the very next page, uh, Crime Wave hires the torpedo to Uh go take him out. Yeah. So he let him go, and now he hires a torpedo to take out Willie Nelson. Or Willie Nelson. Sorry, Willie Lincoln. Yeah, but, but how does he know? It's on the cover. It's on the cover. It says, Blind Cop says, I met Crime Wave. And he says, Cop? Uh, oh. I got I to gotta hire Did somebody. I not? Oh, I see. Yeah. Gosh. It's very, but that's it. It's, it's, such, it's, a ti- so it's such a tiny little thing, yeah. So he gets this guy who looks oh. like 
blaster or some like it looks like the torpedo. Eight, the torpedo looks like a nineteen eighties toy line. That yeah, just got he's somewhere. He's, he's half cowboy, half superhero. Yeah, he wears a hat, which we'll talk about more later. He's got this fancy looking futuristic gun. Mm-hmm. He's red and blue, yeah. Superman's colors, mm-hmm. and kind of looks like the shadow. You know, remember the shadow? Reminds yeah, me he of the shadow. Like the, a little scarf. Yeah, on his face. reminds me of the shadow a little bit. Yeah. So anyways, he's a hired gun. He goes out to go take down uh, yep. uh, Willie Lincoln. And his gun has set in, so it has knockout and it, yeah, uh, kill. Exactly, knockout gas. Um, Daredevil shows up to save the day. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty good little fight. I like this fight. He does, yeah. And uh, uh, eventually it ends up making its way to the rooftop. And once it gets on the rooftop, we find out that the torpedo's hat has razor sharp edges. Mm-hmm. So he takes off his hat and throws it at uh, throws it at Daredevil and this is a good thing, Jamie. Daredevil has some gloves that have special padding. Yeah. So he's able to catch razor sharp objects that yep. are flying at him. Mhm. Pretty good for a blind man. Doesn't he even mention something about uh, the hat? Doesn't he say like you got an odd job on me or did I imagine that? But yeah, I he's uh, he Says here's a little something I learned from the leapfrog when he oh when he well, swings around a flagpole and is about to swing back to kick torpedo and that's when the hat comes flying in and cuts mm-hmm. the flagpole in half and he's like wow um, yeah he did he didn't expect him to pull an odd job on me uh-huh. so he's falling and then he grabs onto the ledge and the torpedo just starts stamping on his hands yeah. <laughs> it's kind of vicious and who comes and saves the really? day. Nelson. Willie Lincoln (laughs) comes out and hears what's going on. Just charges at him. Remember, Willie's blind. Yeah, and this is When when you're on a rooftop charging towards the edge when you're blind, you are very brave. Yeah, he he knocks the torpedo off. Daredevil, still hanging onto the ledge, grabs Willie as he falls past him and says, I can only grab one. So torpedo is another person. I'm going to do it in issue 100. (laughs) Another person who falls to their death. Yeah. There's so many of them. So many. And uh, they get back up and he's like, that was incredibly brave, right? And Willie's kind of cut up, you know. He's like, I didn't I didn't want to kill anyone. I didn't mean to do that. I just thought you were in trouble and I wanted to help you. And uh, He, he, he feels bad about it. He's yeah. going to feel bad about it and for a while. And was just like, it's fine. It's it fine, yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this happens to me all yeah. the time. <laughs> you want to be a hero, you got to let people die. Yeah. I wonder if the, when the torpedo was coming out with his costume... You know, how he came up with it. Yeah. I want to look really ridiculous. Yeah. I want really ridiculous. Great. His gun, uh, in addition to being able to change settings, it actually shot or it um, it shifted into three separate barrels. Mm-hmm. It can like morph like a transformer gun. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. interesting character, everybody. Yes. Interesting, but dead. Yeah. Like so, so many. So issue six. Yeah, which is the last issue we're going to cover today. It is. Yes. And, January uh, 1970, guys. Yeah. We're going to find out at the end of this issue if um, Crime Wave ends up becoming yeah, the new arch nemesis. This is the one that's really good. Yeah. Th- um, this, is, this is something that we forgot to mention very quickly in the last issue or the one before. And it's, again, it's another little throwaway thing. Um, it's revealed that... Um, Gosh, I'm blanking on her name now. Um, Karen? Karen. Not Deborah. Karen. Deborah. Deborah. So yeah. thank you. Debbie is... Uh, is Foggy's main squeeze yeah. and also his assistant, I think. No, he's, she he's works at in, this stage, I think they're just lovers and maybe he's proposed She works in the her. office. She hangs around the office at this yeah. stage. Oh, you're right. They're engaged, but we yeah. didn't see it. It didn't happen in the comics. Yeah. They happened out of the comics, I think. And yeah. what's happening is there's been a lot of pressure from different people to for him to not be with her because... 
she has a criminal past. Correct. Yes. And they're worried that it's going to reflect badly on the DA. And he's he basically says, to hell with it. This is the woman I love. This is who I want to be with. She's having a tough time dealing with it. And um, <laughs> there's a, there's a, the Daredevil has heard about this... Uh, this luxury cruise that is out in international waters where the crime wave is. That's where he's Who's giving him all these tips? This one, I think, isn't a setup. The tip is actually like a, it's been, it's been sent to him, but isn't it phoned in? I can't remember. I can't remember either. So he goes, he goes Mm. to the dock. It starts with him at the dock. Actually, it's this this great sequence of him getting to the dock and beating up a couple of goons. Yeah. And uh, one of them looks a little bit like um, the gladiator, but with a really cool mustache. And he dresses up like one of them. Yeah, he takes the clothes off of the other one. Yeah. And, and this is great. This is after he beats him up. He says, oh, he looks a little like he, 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 I sense that he, he looks yeah, a little like Yeah, he, he looks a, a little bit like me. Yeah. He goes, uh, maybe I can only feel color, not see it, is what he says. This, yeah. is, this is Matt talking. But a few hip pocket chemicals will darken my hair color to match his. Yeah. So somehow this blind man who has these magical chemicals in his pocket yeah. can dye his hair to match the same color of the person that he on just knocked fly. up on the fly. Who looks just like him. This is almost as good as the acid that he used to burn his costume yeah. when he was fighting the jester mm-hmm. back in the some in 40, 40 issue. Yeah, 46 four, or six, 45 yeah. when I was... So he dresses up as this guy that he's knocked out who yeah. his hypersensitive fingers have told him looks a lot like And him. by the way, these guys were loading uh, money. Yeah. A, a big, big uh, pile of cash that was in those in wooden boxes mm-hmm. into that boat to take to some other big, huge cruise ship boat. Yeah, that's a, uh, a, a gambling it's a Yeah, it's a casino. Yeah. So he, is, he has a little think back to Crime Wave and the other people that have been sent to kill him, the stuntmaster, the torpedo... Um, and it does another another flashback, and it talks about uh, this is where it mentions Debbie, and it's mm-hmm. uh, the assistant, the DA's assistant, who's saying, you know, maybe you shouldn't be marrying someone right. who's a criminal. And his name is, is the, his name is Hollis. This is the first time yeah, first time you've seen him. His name is Hollis. Yeah, yeah. He looks if you take a look at his face, he's very Superman esque. He he's, does. He yeah, looks he's like got, Clark Kent. Yeah, he's got a very you know he's a pretty face, yeah. strong features. Um, and Foggy just says, it's none of your business, buddy. But see, Deborah is in the room. She's crying. Yeah. She feels bad. She and takes off the ring. She does. And it's like, I'm, th- I'm through with this. Yeah. And, and she runs out. And as she runs out, there just happens to be someone from the press. Because, I mean, Foggy's he's hot stuff, man. You got to yeah. press around him all the time. And hot enough to get hot-headed. Yeah, yeah. The photographer, he's about to punch the photographer. Mm-hmm. And luckily, a cane Matt Kane stops, stops him. him. Yeah, no one says, "How did the blind man know yeah. his fist was there?" But yeah, um, and then he quickly does a quick change, gets down, and accidentally bumps into the photographer as Daredevil, to, who drops the camera yeah. and reveals the film. So that way, the whole world doesn't know that there's some some fiance quarrels going yeah. on between the two lovers. So then we cut back to the the boat heading towards the cruiser, and he jumps on and. Uh, he gets recognized right away. Pretty much, yeah. He arrives, he hears yeah. a load of casino noises and thinks, yeah. oh, this is what's going on. And then someone sees him and goes, hey, buddy, go and run the roulette wheel. It's your turn. Yeah. He's wearing gla- he's wearing sunglasses, by the yeah. way, so they don't know he's blind. No. He's wearing <laughs> the sunglasses of the guy which we Which out. we still haven't seen Matt's eyeballs yet, with the exception of that Jack Kirby page. Um, the, and the, it, the Barry Windsor Smith, I think, drew his, drew his, uh, his glasses. But where we actually saw w- the white of his eyeballs? Oh, maybe no. Right. Maybe it was yeah. all black. That's right. We still haven't seen shaded. the. Yeah, we still haven't seen his eyeballs. Yeah, 
yet. Um, yeah. Little side note there. So he's 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 dealing at the roulette table, or roulette table, yeah. and it just so happens that Deborah is at this same casino, yeah. and she is winning big, and she's doing it legitimately too. Yeah. She is just winning hand after hand, and or spin after spin, whatever you want to call it. The roulette. signal comes down to put the fix in. The everything's a fix on this boat. Yeah, and Matt Daredevil hears it. He hears a click and thinks, ah. Oh, this roulette wheel is uh, rigged and she starts to lose. She starts to lose. Yeah. I think it's like $10,000 or something. Mm-hmm. She gets in the hole really quickly. And we find out that crime wave is actually on this exact same boat yeah. underneath in Watching. another secret layer. Once again, we haven't seen a full body shot of him mm-hmm. and he's down there at the controls and is like, you know what? Bring her to me. Yeah. I need to talk to her. She rec- he recognizes that that's Deborah. And his 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 plan is I'm going to blackmail her into helping me take down uh, Foggy. Foggy. Mm-hmm. So when when they confront each other, she says, "No, I'm not taking your money. I'm not going to do anything against yeah. against uh, against Foggy." Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, Daredevil's there. Yeah, he, uh, he quickly changes. Another into quick his change, and he fights up a couple of the the, the armed people. There's a great thing where he does the uh, bouncing the billy club off of like three or four surfaces and hits a gun out of someone's hand and it sprangs back mm-hmm. a couple of times, hits the guy in the back of the head and then lands back in his hand. I love it when it does that. Yeah. Um, and then... Anytime Gene Colan draws more than one Daredevil in a panel, you know yeah. you're getting a good uh, you're oh, getting yeah. a good page, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's working his way through. He's fighting a bunch of the armed goons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes out the lights. Um, but luckily for Crime Wave... He has the emergency switch. So yeah. We get, we get the whole scene is dressed in this incredible red. Yeah. And I don't know if you know, Oh, that's that's why it's red and not blue. Because yeah. normally they use blue for darkness. Yeah. And this so one they were using red. Blue, is because it clicks the red. Yes, so that's they, right. To differentiate everybody who else, like all of the other goons are in red. So to differentiate, Daredevil is purple. Purple, in this yeah. page. And we see him, we see several of them protecting Debbie, fighting all these bad guys. And uh, eventually. Debbie actually helps him, or no, he pushes Debbie out of the way and the gun goes off. And then who, who so happens to arrive on the boat at that point? It's who? none other than Foggy and the cops because oh. just before he went down and had this big fight, Daredevil set the, the, the boat to drive out of the international waters yeah. into the harbor. And of course the district attorney would be first on the yeah. scene. He's there. He's there with the cops. Blam! They stop him. So, so who is... Uh who is Crime Wave? Yeah, who's Crime Wave? guy that we've only just... And they pull off the hood, and it is Hollis. Hollis, the guy we saw Not one time. Eight pages ago. Eight pages maybe. ago. <laughs> and does he die at the end of the issue? Uh, no. no. He's uh, he's taken away. So maybe, hey, maybe, maybe this will become the arch nemesis. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's <laughs> done. You'll yeah. never see him again. Yeah, we'll never see him again. So... Um, that's the end of issue sixty. Yeah, ten um, issues o- overall. Some good ones, a yeah. couple bad ones. They went into the whole horror kind of spin. They did. We got to see some Black Panther. We mm-hmm. had we had a Spider Man little cameo, which is funny. A fantastic one. Yeah, funny. <laughs> Bumping into. We saw uh, Daredevil kill a few people. Mm-hmm. Uh, some insurance fraud. He paid for a newspaper. He did. Yeah. Uh, he told Car- Karen knows who he is. Karen a lot happened everything. in these ten issues, and they're very. All of the writing is very dense. Everything is really dense, and they really pack every twenty. Every issue, every page of the twenty yeah. pages, and then they sum it all up in like two panels. Every but, single one, but especially since Roy took over. Especially since Roy yeah, took he, over. he yeah, a the, lot of stuff is going yeah. on. 
And there's been a there is a slight shift in the dialogue, especially. Mm-hmm. It becomes a lot. It's 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 starting to read more and more like a book that is coming out in the late sixties, yeah. and it's a little bit forced in places. You start to see more hippies peppered in into the background, a lot right. more comments about hippies, and mm-hmm. and um, you're like really the, seeing the time period, the kids against oh, yeah. the man, and stuff like uh-huh. that. Um, you know, Roy Thomas, I mean, he wrote for a really long time for Marvel. Yeah, a really he long time. He, he he went back to DC for a while too. Yeah. Yeah, he did like a Justice Society of America, and yeah. Um, and but he he actually ended up being Stan Lee's first successor as editor in chief at Marvel. Mm-hmm. So Stan really trusted him a lot. Yeah, and if he, he had anything to do with it, which I'm sure he did. But yeah, he yeah. was he was in Hollywood partying at that stage. Yeah. He had the mustache. The, the mustache had come it, through at that stage. Um, I did read that Roy Thomas um, he was credited for co-creating Wolverine. Ultron. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. know the Wolverine one. Wo- I always thought it was Lem Wen, but but he was the editor. It's ah. just, it's the same thing as if Stan Lee is credited for characters for co-creating where he didn't write. Yeah. Um, but he did Wolverine, Ultron, uh, Carl Danvers, Doc Samson, and they even said that what he's best known for, which I, I guess I'd still think Wolverine would be a bigger thing, is um, he introduced Conan the Barbarian into comics. That's right. Yes, that's yeah. what he's really known for, and. Um, uh, I was never a big Conan fan, but he he's still present. The, the, oh, yeah. The, 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 there are still like huge, huge fans of the Marvel books because they really uh, expanded the world. The uh, right. Iberian, oh, what is it called? The Iborian. I can't even remember what it's mm-hmm. called, but it's like this entire universe of, of uh, characters that came from it, Red Sonja and all of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm... Again, I don't want to... I, I don't want to approach this in a negative way. I'm not the biggest fan of Roy Thomas. He doesn't stick around for a great long time, but he does have some, there are some really cool little story moments that are uh, happening during this period. Um, the stuff I like Karen's interest in and the artwork yeah. really ties it yeah. together. And I really like the twist of Saxon becoming Mr. Fear. Yeah, I, I love really that like moment. That. And I like the fact that it made it, they, he, he, he made a character kill a villain to become that villain made yeah. him immensely more frightening than I, I'm anxious to see don't tell me if you know this uh, Jamie because I can't remember Mr. Fear pops up again in the comics yeah. a while a little while down the line I don't know who he is mm-hmm. so, don't, so don't tell okay. me if you know because <laughs> I'm curious to see because mm-hmm. is it a third person do mm. they bring back I, I, I just want to know but we have some questions we do questioners listen to questions we, yeah we have some they're coming from the twitters the twitter um, the twitter where sphere we are there is at jj do dd um and oh at jj and dd i can't even remember but basically there's like a there's someone someone jason dodd or someone dodd who was a baseball player so um we didn't DD, get we, yeah we didn't get what we wanted the on jj do dd yeah. is a jason dodd <laughs> Um, yeah. And, uh, but we're on there. Yeah, we're on J- Facebook J- too. D-D-D. I should actually get the name rather than yeah. stumbling through this. Yeah. So um, you, you do some filler quickly. Um, uh, if you want to look for, look for us on Facebook, Facebook uh, you can like our Facebook page to get updates as well as we'll post every time a new podcast um, comes available to stream. Uh, just go ahead and search Jamie and jo- or sorry Joshua and Jamie do Daredevil. We were the only one that will pop up, which yep. is good. So we don't have to worry about that. And you can that. email us. <laughs> yeah, you can email us, ask us any questions. Um, so while Jamie's looking up the exact name, I want to talk more about the comic book that he got me. Um, the name is <laughs> <laughs> so it's at JJ Do DD Podcast. 
J and J do DD. So at JJ do DD podcast, um, basically it's there just for every now and then we'll post up like an image from the stuff that we're talking about or mm-hmm. from books that we're reading. Um, we pick up questions on there and um, and whenever a new episode goes up, it goes up on there. So it's not super active. We're not going to spam your Oh, yeah. Your Same lines. with the Facebook page. You'll yeah. get one or two posts a week. Yes. So we have some questions. Um, A couple of them uh, jump really far ahead and we'll probably revisit them, but I just wanted to redo it. There's four questions. Great. Um, uh, Number one, um, at Canada Daredevil asks, and that's a lot of pressure to me. It feels like we're speaking to a fan. I don't know if I can answer this one. Uh, why does the entire world seem to forget that Daredevil became possessed by a hand demon and used the hand to take over New York during Shadowland? He left New York for a mm. while after and then came back and it was like it never happened. It's um, a continuity thing. I, I think what what ends up happening is you kind of write yourself in a hole mm-hmm. and you want to take the character in a different direction and you want to be true to the character. You want to you want to keep everything in continuity, but at some point you have to just understand, okay, every issue or every run of a certain amount of issues has to have a beginning, middle, and an end. Yeah. And when it ends and you start the new issue, the new storyline, you want to keep everything that happened in the past relevant and, and you know, pertain to it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if something slips out or we decided it was, it was not good, they didn't like it, or it doesn't dive at all with the story they want to tell now, Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. Right. And um, you know, I, Shadowland, by the way, is an excellent uh, storyline. Yeah, it's you, fun. I really liked it. Andy did one. I can't remember who else worked on it, but um, I, and also, I'm, I'm that was right before Mark Wade. That was like yeah, that's s- s- yeah, just moments yeah. before he came in. Um, and I think in the current story, which is Charles Soule and mm-hmm. uh, Mike Henderson, um, the. They mention, um, I'm, I'm really behind. I'm like reading the older stuff and every now and then I'll dip into the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. Charles is doing great stuff. It's really calling back to a lot. It's kind of fun to read the, the current story slowly whilst reading all of these back issues right. because there's a lot of stuff that gets called back. There's a, in the first issue of the new one, which is... Uh, now been renumbered into the 600s. It there was, was issue, issue one, one, yeah. Um, there the, is a sequence the six, where he, The six finger or the... The ten fingers. The ten fingers, yeah. Yeah, he, he jumps into the river... And there's a whole thing about how his radar works underwater, which is, yeah. has been kind of covered and recovered in the first 12 or so issues. Um, it's mentioned briefly, uh, he bumps into Foggy in that issue, and it's mentioned that Foggy is the only person that remembers who Daredevil is, mm-hmm. um, that something has happened to, to have wiped all of this. And there's been, I think at this moment in time, you have so many events happening and I think that a lot of the events happen around Daredevil. We'll see it as even as we go later on when events become a thing, even like Secret Wars and Inferno bleed into the current storylines of Daredevil and they touch upon it, but he's always presented as being like this ground level figure. Yeah. What is things happening? And I'm, I'm, I, like I said, there's a few of these questions that we'll get back to, but I feel like something has happened that has kind of refreshed everything. You're right. You're right. And, and also too, after Shadowland, mm-hmm. when Mark Wade took over, yeah. they really lightened up the character. Yeah. They, they made him, they, they wanted to bring him back to his, his roots, I guess. Yeah. And they made him more fun. Mm-hmm. And so that being obsessed by, or uh, possessed by demons and yeah. it's really dark and they wanted to shy away from that. And, mm-hmm. and the Mark Wade run, which lasted, the first one was like 36 issues mm-hmm. and they renumbered and he did several more. It was very popular. It, it made Daredevil, 
Yeah. Very popular again because the comic actively said in the book, like he he would say to people, "I'm not that guy that was yeah. possessed." You know? Yeah, so they wanted to kind of shy, yeah. I think, shy away from that. And I think it's shown as well in the Marvel universe. It, sh- it shouldn't be um, ignored that they, the public, are very fickle. The people that live in this world, unless their core characters are really fickle and really sway, their opinion sways really quickly. So. Right. It's for me. It's very believable for them to see him as being like this villainous um, character that was possessed by a demon one week, and then all it takes is like a TV appearance or a newspaper, and they're like, "Yeah, it's Daredevil. We love him. He's great. He's yeah. so brave." So I think it's a combination of all those things where it's like you know that Shadowland was very much a, a product of a story of like a pitch idea or, mm-hmm. or a, a editorial dictate that said we needed to do this or something like a story idea that got pitched and. Th- the story was told and it's a very, it's a great story, but it was very much told as that story. And then it's like, we have to move on from that. Right. So you have to jettison some of the, the baggage that comes from that. That's exactly right. But one thing that's cool about Daredevil specifically is like, if, if, you, if you think about the X-Men and the Avengers and Wolverine specifically appears mm-hmm. in so many books, yeah. Daredevil usually is in one title a month. Yeah. So, He's got 600 plus, probably over 700 issues with all the miniseries. Mm-hmm. 700 issues. That seems like a lot, but that is not a ton of history since the 60s. Yeah. You take a character mm-hmm. like Batman, for example, yeah. has been in a billion books. It's so much harder to keep track of all the continuity yeah. and to keep everything flowing together where all the books have to end up having their own unique stories, but they have to tie in somehow so the character doesn't get all, you know wonky or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. daredevil you don't have to worry about that yeah so when something like this happens it's much more noticeable yes because it's only in the main storyline yeah. and he's a solo book as well so it's yeah. a lot easier i mean i know batman's a solo book but he has the yeah. batman family and it's very rare that, that daredevil right. actually if, if he's working with anyone it's one other person sure so. that's um, a great great question great question thank yeah. you canada daredevil second question is from uh, chris real who asks how does he reconcile his catholicism with zombie ninjas um, and now this is uh, this is actually something that I um, Daredevil explicitly is mentioned as being Catholic, Catholic yeah. in issue one hundred and sixteen, I believe. I was curious about that because they haven't mentioned it at no. all so far in the first sixty issues. It's um, later writers, especially Frank Miller, mm-hmm. um, mentioned that they it's it's not really drummed home. It's only in that one issue that they they explicitly mention it. And he said that the general take around Marvel around the office at that point was he was Irish, he grew up in Hell's Kitchen, of course he's Catholic. Mm-hmm. So they never really used it as a char- as a part of the character until Frank Miller really took it and ran with it, especially okay. with the Born Again storyline where mm-hmm. it really ties into this idea. Um, there are other characters where religion is a bigger thing in the Marvel Universe. Um, uh, Kitty Pride is a big one, and Nightcrawler, especially in the Marvel Universe, in the in the X Men uh, stories, right. they they use it a lot to um, to uh, contra to to uh, contrast the superpowers and the mutant powers and and religious beliefs and stuff like that. And um, when the Beyonder appears, um, I know I just mentioned the Beyonder before, but when the Beyonder appears. There is a lot of stuff, and I think it's Nightcrawler especially has to deal with this idea of like meeting a omnipotent being that has all of this divine power and meeting him and what it means for their faith. Um, Daredevil doesn't have that kind of crisis. He his religion is very much like a something that he sees as being part of him. It's mm-hmm. not a crutch, and it's not like he's he's never had an explicit 
or a, a definite crisis of faith. He's had moments where he, as a man, has been tested. Yeah. But his Catholicism has always been there you can kind of the character. You can kind of compare it to somebody who doesn't believe in magic. Yeah. And then when something happens that's obviously deals with magic, it doesn't change the way they feel about magic. Yeah. Because this isolated incident happened, yeah. I still believe that magic is not a thing. Yeah. It's sort of similar if you compare it with so, that yeah. with religion too. For Daredevil specifically, maybe zombies doesn't go along with my religious beliefs. Yeah, but I can, I'm going to still have my beliefs. This isolated incident, yeah. it, it's not going to affect me. And I'm sure it's it's very much like a, you know it, the, these things are sent to test us kind of mentality where it's like you know that world is so large and everything is so um, just super everything is bigger everything is right. crazy and it's like the, 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 we see universes we see and we have gods living in this world and i think he is very much like a, these are all just things that have been sent by god to test my faith mm-hmm. he's very much in my opinion he's one of those um superheroes and catholics where every, every i mean i hate to say it because he's one of my favorite characters he's incredibly selfish he's incredibly self-centered and everything is about him mm-hmm. everything is about his place in the world and what it all means for him and his ego and and it's not a bad thing it's just who he is and i right. think that his faith is also a, a part of that where it's very much like a you know this would not affect my my belief in god at all i completely 100 percent believe that god exists and the zombies are just there to test me so that's my take nice yeah. um right. we can save the next two questions for the next you want to do that? Yeah, 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 let's do that. Uh, we'll split it up a little bit because we're going to yeah. re- we record two episodes in a go. So sometimes, it might be nice sometimes, no, <laughs> <laughs> occasionally. Um, but yeah, so now we've reached oh, the, the, the the portion of the podcast where da, we try da, da. to stump each other mm-hmm. to make sure we are truly doing the reading. I just realized I have my notes facing you, which y- have all y- of your, my questions. Your, I mean, I have good eyes, but that is tiny print, <laughs> Jamie. I can't read that from here. What are you talking about? Good. Um, I can't remember who went first last time. Yeah, why don't... uh, Here, I got my questions right here. Go for it. Let me go first here. Mm -hmm. All right, this one, this might be a little bit of a... No, 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 this is a good one. I I got two, but I want to ask you (laughs) this one first. All right. We see a price jump Uh uh, per issue where it goes from 12 cents to 15 cents an issue. Uh Do you remember which issue is the first Daredevil issue to cost 15 cents? You got 10 to choose from. I'm going to go completely blind and I'm going to guess. Because I can picture the ones that say 12. Isn't that sad? But I can't picture when it changed. (laughs) Like if you take a look at the comic that you got me that I'm I'm looking at right now, 12 cents for this one. But they've been 12 cents up until this point. Mm -hmm. So I thought this was a big moment. Uh, 56. The correct answer is 54, oh. which is the great issue, probably the best of the group that mm-hmm. call him fear where yes. Mr. Fear comes back. Yeah. So, okay. so that, that was, a, and then, the, and then this other one is just, I'll see how well you, uh, okay. All right. Uh, so one of crime waves goons that mm-hmm. daredevil took down at the, at, <laughs> at the docks. Yes. This is the guy that you mentioned yep. that was bald mm-hmm. head and, oh. ha- and had a mustache. Yeah. The reason I'm asking you this is, I know this is such a random question, but uh-huh. you'll know why in a second. Is what was that guy's name? Do you know? I know the other guy's name. I don't know okay. his name. The reason I'm asking you his name is because he has the same name of a reoccurring Daredevil character that has not appeared yet. 
Oh, wow. He's not Turk. Is it's he? Turk. He is. Oh, wow. His name is Turk. And that's right, because I remember reading and going, that's not Turk. Right. <laughs> but I'm curious if, you know, how that ended up playing out that they would yeah. actually name, because Turk appears in the next few, ep- in like five yeah, or six 50. issues from now. No, the same. Yeah, so I'm curious as to why they use the same name for a goon yeah, so close, 69. so close to uh, together. But yeah. yeah, so that was that was. I wonder my, if that was just question. like a popular goon name at that point where there was a lot of. I don't terms. know. Um, okay, I have uh, I have one for you. Alrighty, Daredevil's blood type. Oh, double D. No, I was kidding. <laughs> um, dang it. Uh, the uh, I'm gonna go with. O positive. Ooh, it's A. It's A? Okay, yeah. darn it. Um, I'll give you another Is O one. positive a blood type? Yeah, sure. Okay, good. <laughs> the other one is um, when Foggy um, and the cops bump into Black Panther, uh-huh. he mentions that he's on the, on the lookout for a um, somebody else, an Avenger. Do you remember which Avenger he's actually looking for? Why they bump into him? Uh, I'm going to guess... I'm going to guess two guesses. Goliath, Quicksilver. No. Dang it. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. I was actually thinking Hawkeye, but I was like, it's not going to be Hawkeye. Yeah. That was, Dang I, it. That was so random. That was like, I saw yeah. that and I thought, that's a weird one. To well, we both failed. We we're both 0 for 2. So that, 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 two. that was bad. But comics cost 15 cents now. Yeah, 15. So a lot of people were probably questioning whether or not they're going to be picking up Daredevil <laughs> at this stage. Um, which is a shame because the artwork is so good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Oh man, I'm glad Gene's around for a little longer. I know he gets tidied up a little yeah. as, it, as the issues go, but mm-hmm. it's so good. This uh, was a lot of fun, though. That Jamie. was yes. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone thank for you, listening. Joshua. Yeah, um, I, and thanks again for this for this great gift you gave me. Love it. If you guys don't know what the cover looks like, search Daredevil issue number fifteen, and you can see the ox. Short lived, but uh, such a great little story moment. Yes. All right. Well. All right. Uh, I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we we just just did did Daredevil. Daredevil.